The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The testimony on Capitol Hill yesterday was America at its best and worst (laughs) and most entertaining. It was horrible and wonderful. It was really interesting to see. Powerful. Yes. Amazing stuff coming out of it. Yes. And also just a whole lot of crap. A whole lot of bluster. A whole lot of people positioning themselves. A whole lot of people playing to the cameras that meant nothing. And some really valuable information that meant all kinds of things. <laughs> Seriously, and, and by the way, it wasn't just uh, Democrats that were blustering for the camera no. and trying to look good. A bunch of the Republicans had nothing. Yep, they were just really badgering Agent Strzok uh, for the purpose to make themselves look good, to you know, play to the midterm elections, to defend the president, all of these things. But there were some who actually got some good information. And then, of course, there were a bunch of Democrats there that were playing to the cameras and worrying about the midterms and just trying to make the president look bad. I yes. mean, it was the same as it ever was. Still pretty interesting. Now, first we go to Representative Louis Gohmert of Texas. I really like Louis. He's a pretty solid guy. What do you think of his testimony? Because... At one point, it got really ugly. And oh, was yeah. what he said appropriate? Here's Louis Gohmert. For a there moment. is the disgrace. And it won't be recaptured anytime soon because of the damage you've done to the justice system. And I've talked to FBI agents around the country. You've embarrassed them. You've embarrassed yourself. And I can't help but wonder when I see you looking there with a little smirk, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's <laughs> eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Uh, Chairman, this is outrageous. The credibility of a witness shame is always an issue. Mr. You, Chairman, please. Have you, no, Chairman, this is intolerable harassment of the witness. What is wrong with that? You need your medication. The gentleman. <laughs> hold, hold, could, that out a hold that out a second. They melted the hell down. Whoa. I don't recall. I don't know if I've ever seen that many people melt down during to other members of Congress yeah. melt down. Not certain like that. And not hollering things. And you need your medication and whatever. By the way, what they did by hollering and, and oh, that's outrageous and whatever, that is against. House rules. Yes, it is. You're not allowed to do that. Nope. You're not allowed to comment like that. You're not allowed to impugn or question any of the other members of the House. It's his time. It is his time. You can't say, by the way, you can't even on your time go, you're lying. You're making, you cannot do certain things. And those rules are there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Because if you do allow people to do that, it devolves and you're not actually going to get any information.
information. Nope. You've got to have that free flow of information as much as possible. Those rules are there for a reason. And I would say that regardless of who was testifying and who was questioning yeah. and whatever. I'm not saying they're nice about it. I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying those rules need to be there for that reason. So back that up just a little bit. When Louis Gomert first mentions his wife, it's towards the beginning. Now listen to the meltdown. There's at least five people yelling at yeah. Louis Gomert, and he just keeps going. Now, real quick, Chris, side note, was it appropriate for Louis Gomert to say that? Yes. To question his wife? Yes. because he shows that he is a If you're willing to lie to your life, whatever, wife or whatever. It shows a character. It shows who he is. It does show character. You're right. And I'm on the fence about this. Really? I don't think it was the best idea. I mean, is it within the scope of what Louis Gohmert uh, can do? Yes. Is it um, relevant to this? A little bit in showing character. I don't think it is extremely important in this most of the information no, is, is what no, happened exactly it's not extremely important but it does paint a picture of who this person is and if he's willing to do this definitely he's going to do that one out of ten ten being absolutely you need to ask this question one being no you do not need to ask this question or comment on it, it it's a two in my opinion really should should louis have answered this asked this as far as is it germane to getting the information out of agent strock and what happened not really mm. it was more bluster and playing to the cameras two mm. percent now was it inappropriate to ask it as oh, far no. as morally no no I mean, um, that's between him, him and his wife. Yes. I'll give him that. But it does play to character and overwhelming. But it certainly was not meltdown worthy. No. Not given no. the other crap that's happened mm-hmm. in the house and not given the crap that most of these members take part in every day. Yeah. All of them that were, oh, are you off your medication? And that was. Hold, hold it right there, sister. Hold it right there, other Democrats that are suddenly so offended. What have you said out on the campaign trail against your opponents? What have you said against other people? What are you doing in your personal life? What are Have you always been faithful? You mean everybody. Oh, that's outrageous. You've been appropriate. Maybe that's the reason they were objecting so much. Are you always doing the right things? Are you the most moral? I know in your little deluded liberal brains, you think you're more moral than everybody else in the room and smarter than everybody else in the room, but just stop right there. How have you handled witnesses in the past? How have you failed to handle witnesses like Agent Strzok? Here's what usually happens in these testimonies. Whoever is against the agent, they're out there like this. (laughs) Louis Gohmert was. Yeah. He was. And if you're for the agent, let me just, first of all, thank you for your time, Ugh. for coming in here. I only have five minutes, but I'm going to spend the first part saying, let me thank you for your time, for service. coming in here, your service in the FBI, your service in the military. But because by saying that, I'm helping to paint you as a certain type of character. See, I'm crafting an image here for the camera. So those people in the middle of the road that are going to be voting in a couple of months will hear me be very nice to you and will also see you as an upstanding man. I'm ignoring the fact that you cheated on your wife and you used company and uh, government property and time to take part in this and we're being very political on our time and instead I'm just going to thank you for your service like this in order to help people um, decide that you're a nice person and the president's a bad you see what I'm saying this is what they do Mm -hmm. the other side "Ah, raping squirrels 
I mean, you know, I mean, this is stop. So Gomer, uh, Louis Gomer, uh, over the top with this a little bit. I think what's more telling isn't that he mm. mentioned it; it's the reaction the he got, the meltdown yep. again. Now, one more little part about this as we play this, and you'll hear a little bit more. Um, listen to them start challenging him, and then, uh, Mr. Chairman, point of order, point of order. I get to get you got to stop this so I can make a point. And the ranking member, he finally gives some time to it, says, yep. what's your point? And the ranking member is like, this cannot happen. He's not allowed to do this to the witness. And the ranking member informs him, no, it is within House rules. He can do this. However, it is you guys who cannot do what you're doing. And that's not left to right, Democrat, Republican. It's the House rules. Here we go. And I can't help but wonder, when I see you looking there with a little smirk, so, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Chairman, this is outrageous. The credibility of a witness Shame is always an issue. Mr. Chairman, this is intolerable harassment of the witness. What's wrong with that? You need your medication. The gentleman controls the time. Well, I ask that the witness be permitted to respond. Well, he, will be permit- he will be permitted. He will be permitted. Did you to ever talk to Hillary Clinton during your investigation? Besides the Louis one continues. questioning you mentioned before that or after that to this day. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. The general state is point of order. It is. Uh, I think against the rules of the House for a member of the committee to be impugning the character of a witness. It is he should, not. He should ask questions to elicit. The purpose of this hearing is to elicit information. He should ask questions to elicit information. He should not be impugning the character uh, of the witness. The gentleman is advised the rules of the House only are directed to members of the House and the President <laughs> of the United States. The, Therefore, in other words, it is okay to impugn the character of witnesses in, in any way whatsoever? Well, I, I, listen, I've heard many members on your side of the aisle impugn the character of somebody who is covered by the rules of the House. But the gentleman, the, 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 the gentleman uh, has 20 seconds left. Uh, they don't, you don't even know the rules. I'm not saying you have to like it. No, you can object and you can yes. say these rules are wrong. You could take those up at the rules committee. You could do any of this stuff, but you didn't know that. Yeah. By the way, did you hear at the end of that clip, how, when he was talking about the rules, everybody's going to, I know. When did we become, you know what I saw when I saw this clip, we became the British in the parliament. Remember when every time they do any kind of conversation, (laughs) when do we become that? Now, to Louis' defense, Louis did end up making at least one really sound piece there. Okay. Okay. He said that the intelligence community's inspector general, the ICIG, found that nearly all of Hillary's emails were sent to a foreign entity. And that the FBI didn't follow up on the finding. He said every single one except four of over 30,000 were going to an address that was not on the distribution list. Huh. Out of the country. All of them were sent there. 30,000 emails and every one except four Four. select ones, a different amount that were sent to other people or Mm -hmm. other people had. All of those were sent somewhere else. Louis said it was going to an unauthorized source that was a foreign entity unrelated to Russia, but a foreign entity. And then he asked him, he said, Agent Strzok, um, did you guys What's follow up? up on this? Yeah, what, what happened? 
He said that the IGC investigator, Frank Rucker, presented the findings to Strzok, because remember, Strzok was one of the investigators, but that the FBI and Strzok in particular didn't do anything with the information. So here you have, I mean, you're conducting an investigation over Hillary's emails. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're going to follow up on anything significant. Yes, you follow until it dies. You're going to go down the email list. Chris Cruz guy. Who this, who's this Chris Cruz yes. guy? Oh, he's in mil, he's in the um, uh, media. So, of course, she's going to send. Okay, great. Who's this um, weird IP address not in the country Come that around. hasn't been on any of the other distribution lists that got all 30,000 30, emails except for <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a, okay, we got to, and what uh, were the four they didn't get? And what's yeah. the significance? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. pretty significant. Now, I know there was a lot of information they were trying to disseminate, disseminate, but you've got to follow up on that. So here it is. the Not just Doc Thompson. It wasn't a member of Congress. It was the Inspector General. Inspectors General do a pretty good job. They do. They really do. They put it out there, and they blast everybody who deserves it. They put it out there. The Inspector General himself, the lead investigator, says to Strzok, here's this information, 30,000, an entity outside the country, all but four. Hmm. Strzok doesn't follow up. Doesn't do anything with it. Now, Strzok acknowledged meeting with Rucker. Said he didn't recall the specific content, though. Of he just course. doesn't recall it. Of course. I just, I don't, I don't remember. I remember meeting with him, but I don't remember what we talked, talked about. about. I can't remember. Okay. Maybe you don't That's remember. Fine. I would think that meeting, 30,000 yes. for, I'm going to yes. remember that. Okay. Louis then said, listen, the forensic examination was done by the ICIG, mm-hmm. the Intelligence Community Inspector General, and they can document that. But you were given that information and nothing was done. So that's pretty powerful right there from Louis Gomer. Yeah, and uh, FBI agent has to answer for that. Yep, exactly. Uh, there was a lot more bluster and a lot more, or some more, pretty interesting information that was real, revealed yesterday. We move on to Representative Radcliffe now, who is questioning Agent Strzok. Here we go. You're asking us to believe that when you say things like F Trump and stop Trump and impeach Trump, that those are just personal beliefs and that when you say those things, you never cross uh, that line, that bright, inviolable line uh, and allow it to impact your official conduct. That's really what this comes down to, that you're asking us to believe, isn't it? Uh, sir, I'm asking you to believe and I'm offering you evidence. Yeah, well, you whether have. Whether it's the been, IG report, you, whether it's it anything that's been found, that there's been no yeah. active you, bias listen, found you have, anywhere. You have under oath been as clear as a bell on that. You've said it over and over again. And, and because of that, I'm almost embarrassed to ask you this question. Um, of the approximately... 50,000 text messages that I've seen with your personal beliefs like F Trump, stop Trump, impeach Trump. Go ahead and confirm on the record that none of that occurred on an official FBI device or on official FBI time. Go ahead and do that. Sir, no, they did. Many of them did. Oh, they did. Okay, so. 50,000, sir. So, so really, no, I'll give you a chance at the end. So what you really meant to say was that when you said you never crossed that bright, inviolable line, what you meant to say was, except for 50,000 times, except for hundreds of times okay, a day. Okay, hang on a second. Back- now, while Representative Radcliffe is correct in this, and I don't have a problem with him being, you know, pointed, I'm fine with congressmen doing that. 
Uh, I think it's a pretty ridiculous line. I mean, if you want to get it on the record that he was also doing this on company, company time. time. yeah. Okay. I am as critical as any as government worker mm. be for um, doing things on our time because we're paying for this stuff and we're in debt and all this. I get it. In the grand scheme of this the entire investigation, what he's bringing up now is a little bit of the witch hunt thing. The reason is this. I'm sure that uh, Agent Strzok did do a bunch of his personal stuff on yeah. our time. Yeah. I'm sure that happens all the time. Guess what? I do personal stuff on the company time all the time. Yeah, me too. And guess what? I put in extra time for the company that I don't get paid for a lot. Yep, me too. I think there's a certain ebb and flow, and you have to understand that. It is not a violation. It is absolutely not a violation of FBI rules for you to use your personal self or your company cell phone for personal work. It absolutely is not. That is, it's in the rules. That's fine. Company time. It's a little blurred when you're a salaried position, and from by all accounts, the guy put in a lot of extra time. Yep. While he was technically right, I don't think that's the big meat of what's going on. That was more of the bluster. However, Jim Jordan's testimony, and they all went around a couple times and asked him some stuff. Jim's uh, got to the heart of one other piece of this. Now, at the center of Strzok, what they're trying to get to first is... Was he biased or not? Did he hate Trump? Yes, that's come out. He pretty much admitted this, whatever. But he said it didn't influence him and his actions is part of the investigation. So you have to ask yourself, do you think it influenced his actions or not? Um, There was no significant findings from the inspectors that said he was biased, derelict in his duty because of his views on Trump and his support of Hillary. There's no smoking gun when it comes to that, but there is or are some small things. And that's the point of this hearing. It's not to pander for the cameras, although a lot of them were. There were a couple of little things like that about Louis Gohmert, where I said that it, it you know, finds out that you didn't follow up on this. So now me and you, the American people, have to say we know definitively he was biased against Trump. Everyone's going to have their opinions, uh, but it should not influence your actions. We have to decide, did it influence his actions? Were his actions, did he alter them? Was he not doing his job? So did he do his job? I don't think so. There are some serious holes. Did he not do his job because he supported Hillary and hates Trump? That's the question. He clearly did not do everything he should have done. He clearly hated Trump. Was it because of his hatred for Trump and his love of Hillary? Hmm. Jim Jordan got to the center of another little angle, but I'm going to get a quick break and we'll come back and we'll share. This one's pretty powerful. Share it next on The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. Inappropriately appropriating cultures since 2012. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on The Blaze Radio Network. diverse morning show on the radio hosted by a white guy it's the morning blaze with doc thompson 
you get a chance, please go to usewaxrx.com. One of our fine sponsors here, usewaxrx.com. It's not glamorous, not sexy, but it is necessary, and it's something that's going to help you out. And it's going to help you by saving you time and money, cleaning that earwax out of your ears. You know, you get that wax buildup in there. And those of us that are trying to be healthy, those of us that are trying to practice proper hygiene, you take the Q-tip, you shove it in there, clear it out. But, you know, that's either just packing the stuff in there and potentially dangerous for your ears. So don't do that stuff. Just you go to use WaxRx, buy the WaxRx system. You'll have it at the house. You use it over and over again. Three-step system, eardrops to go ahead and soften that stuff in there. You got specially designed pump by doctors, help flush the stuff out. And then the pH balance rinse that cleans it all out and leaves your ears feeling soft and supple. It's all at usewaxrx.com. That's usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio and it'll be shipped to your door absolutely free. It's use waxrx.com so jim jordan questioning agent strock yesterday see if you could figure out where he's going with this because it's very subtle Listen. okay you did not personally receive documents from mr Orr, but the fbi did is that That's correct? correct and you also said the fbi got documents from a different source in mid-september different source than whom a uh, different source from Mr. Orr. It was not Mr. Orr who provided the initial documents that I became aware of in mid-September. So Mr. Orr did not hand you the dossier? That's Mr. Orr didn't hand me anything. Mr. FBI. Orr provided information to the FBI that included material that is what everybody's calling the dossier. Reporting wait, wait, wait. Say, from Mr. Say, Steele. Say that again. Say that sentence again. Mr. Orr provided what? He provided some elements of reporting that uh, my understanding is originated from Mr. Steele. Now, do you remember who Orr is? He was the assistant um, uh, AG, and he was the one who um, his wife worked for Fusion, Fusion GPS mm, as no. part of the campaign. So the dossier is the linchpin to this whole thing. Okay. That quote-unquote dossier that showed that Trump was involved with Russia and he liked golden showers oh, and all one, that yeah. nutty stuff, right? And that was put together as um, uh, information or slanderous stuff to bring down Trump. That's what you do. You're at that level. People get together, whether the candidate agrees or not or knows or not, and they start putting stuff out there. They start, you know, finding ways to bring you down. Hillary hired this and the Dems hired this Fusion GPS. They worked on their behalf to put this stuff together to make Trump look bad. The wife of Orr, assistant attorney general, um, worked for this company. This Orr, the guy, the assistant attorney general, had the information Okay, this Fusion GPS information, which was just crap. And he gave that to the FBI for Mm. what purpose? So then they could get the um, FISA warrant to go in and start investigating and whatever else to put the investigation together. It was all built on BS. It's not real. You don't think this guy, this assistant attorney general, you you really think he this dossier that I've got that came from the company that my wife works for, whose job it is to make Trump look bad. (laughs) Of course, this dossier is 100% legit. Come on, man. The guy has two degrees, one in physics and one in in law, and he's dumb? (laughs) He can't do that simple math. Wait a minute. I'm an attorney. I'm an assistant attorney general for the United States of America, and I can't say... This information is likely biased, Mm. likely, Mm -hmm. probably, Mm -hmm. primarily scam, BS. His wife works for a company whose job it is to make the other side look bad. And he just said, here you go, FBI. 
Well, Jim Jordan's point was that's never come out before, that he was the one, at least one of the people, to say, here's the information, FBI. He's like, wait, wait a minute, wait. Or gave that to, well, he didn't give it to me specifically, Strzok said, but he himself gave it to the FBI. Hmm. Or he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beast. <laughs> he did it. Wow. Do you know the collusion there? Yeah. Wife works for a company whose job it is to drum this stuff up, create this crap that is eventually used to get a FISA warrant, which is a whole other thing because the FISA court is a rubber stamp. Yep. That shows another problem in the government. You don't think Hillary Clinton... Former Secretary of State, First Lady, her husband, President. She doesn't know how the FISA court works. <laughs> others in the campaign, others that would like to see Hillary president, doesn't know that the FISA court is a rubber stamp. Go back and check. You can do the research yourself. Something like of the thousands and tens of thousands of times that people have gone before the FISA court and said, hey, the FISA court is that secret court that you can go to and say, we need to wiretap and stuff. We need to be able to look at people's metadata and spy on them and whatever else. Of the tens of thousands of times over 30, whatever years that they went to him and said, hey, we need to get a warrant. They've only been turned down in single digits. Every other time they say, sure, go ahead. Scary stuff. They knew that the FISA court would rubber stamp this so they could get a greater investigation on Trump, spy on him and his people to find something. It was a witch hunt. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Hey, get your tweets in. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. I have 500 less today, but go ahead and get those tweets in. 500 less followers. What happened there, buddy? I don't know. Is that from Twitter canceling a bunch of the accounts? Yeah. I just find it hard to believe that I had 500 people that were quote-unquote following that were fake. Yeah, and uh, you were not the only one to get hit. I got hit. Joe Pags got hit. Joe Pags had about 500 as well, and he has far more people, so he had a better percentage. You lost about 100. Uh, former President Obama, I think, lost two point something million. Wow. <clears throat> of course, I'm sure he has tens of millions yeah. of followers or whatever, but, but that's, that's a, pretty interesting. That's still big, though. That is. And you know what? That's good for Twitter if they're policing yeah. that. I don't believe in the um, censorship, but if they're fake accounts or whatever, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Have at it. Do a good job. But uh, please let us know what you think about this. These investigations And the Russian collusion, for most of us, for most Americans, left or right, we have no idea what's going on with this. To those people who study this stuff, the Jason Buttrells in our office, the researchers who spend day and night, you know, that just pour over this stuff. We do a little more than most people, but we're still not even to that level. Even those people, though, have no idea because the government's not transparent and we're still trying to find out what they hid. But remember, there are multiple Russian investigations going on. Some of them have to do specifically with Hillary, some specifically with Trump. Some of them go back to Hillary's email like this one and the dossier and everything else. 
Uh, we'll uh, we'll get your Friday leftovers coming up about uh, an hour from right now. So if you have questions or comments on any of this stuff, you want to school us on a thought, an angle we haven't had, because I mean, see, there's so many moving pieces to this. Yeah, it's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. Get the tweets in. Jim Jordan joined Sean Hannity last night okay. after his testimony and explained the significance of what he was getting at about uh, or handing that information to the FBI. Here's a little bit of that. The top DOJ official Bruce Orr actually hands parts of the dossier to the FBI. And remember, Bruce Orr's wife, Nellie, worked for Fusion GPS, who was paid by the Clinton campaign to put this entire dossier together. This is the first time, to my knowledge, that the FBI has admitted they got parts of the dossier from Bruce, Bruce Orr, a fellow DOJ employee. That's scary. And the wife of Bruce Orr, wasn't she one of the ones that worked for Fusion GPS? Yeah, that he just said that, money that was funneled through Perkins Coie that hired the foreign national and that got Russian exactly. lies. Oh, Russia tried to impact the election through Hillary. Is that not true? Exactly. Bruce Orr, fourth ranking official of the Department of Justice. His wife works for Fusion GPS in the summer. He gets information, passes it to the FBI. That becomes the basis to spy on the Trump campaign. Plain and simple. This is the first time, to my knowledge, the FBI has admitted that. And it was good that we got some of that information out today. So this this whole investigation. The hesitation. Stayed, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. The, the, he he, this he hesitated. He, he, he sure yeah, he didn't want to answer your question. Sure did. It took me three rounds to get it out of him. But I'll tell you what, this investigation started flawed with the dossier. And Matt Gates had some great questioning where when Mueller gets Listen rid of Strzok, it's now flawed on the back end as well. Because Bob Mueller didn't even ask Peter Strzok about all these text messages that show his animus to Donald Trump, to President Trump. So Bob, Bob Mueller, when the day he fired him, it was like a 15-minute meeting. He didn't even get into the fact that, that uh, Peter Strzok had written all all these terrible things about our president. He didn't even get into that. So this thing was flawed when it started on this dot based on this dossier. And it's flawed here at the end based on when they got rid of Strzok and didn't yeah. even ask him important questions. That was the other really good information that, that Jim Jordan just referenced from the other congressman. I can't remember which one it was, Matt, somebody or whatever. Um, do you understand what he's saying there? That part of Strzok's um, defense, if you will, is that he was not fired for any bias. In other words, nobody said, hey, your bias led to you not doing your job. You were influenced by that. You didn't do your job or whatever. This has been one of the themes they keep saying over and over. One of the ideas they're trying to get. Well, you went in for your firing. That was a 15-minute conversation. And all of that stuff never came up? <laughs> what would have come up? You, you don't even reference that? That, that was never... Mueller never said, by the way, dude... What, what up with this, right? This is, I mean, inappropriate. You would be, your boss, most bosses would tell you if they're doing their job, dude, you got to scale that stuff back. First of all, it's on a work phone. It's on a work phone. What are you doing? Number two, you got to make sure, I don't care which side of the aisle it was on, and maybe I'm just, when it comes to stuff like that, I stand on principle, often to my own failures or uh, suffering. I would be like, I don't want to hear that. Knock it off. You, because part of it is you've got to avoid even the impropri- the appearance of an impropriety. This is really important in the world. But today's world, hashtag me too. People claim you did things. I didn't do that. Well, it looked like you did. Be smart about it yourself in today's world. But it has always been the case when it comes to government. People are always looking to take you down. And it's not just for you. It's for the people of your district. It's for the people who rely on the FBI. Our style of government and America's strength 
can easily be taken down by a lack of confidence. One of the reasons I keep saying transparency is so important. The appearance of impropriety is a death note for us. You have to struggle painfully to say, I'm not doing that. Just, I'm on the record. I'm on the record. This is is what happened. Let me show you this. Transparency. And the government is bad about hiding stuff anyway. So he didn't even ask you. He didn't say, dude, you shouldn't be doing that. What's up? None of that came up at all. So in summation... Yes, Strzok was biased, there's no question, hates Trump. Yes, he was at times not doing his job to the level he should have done that. I am not willing to say at this point he didn't do his job to the best of you know his abilities or what he could have done because of his bias. I'm, there's no proof of that yet. Do I think... He was influenced by his personal beliefs and it affected his job. Yes, I do. But I don't think at this point I can say, even speculate, that it was on a grand scale. In other words, I don't think, you're right, Paige, I'm going to come over and we're going to Netflix and chill tonight. And by the way, we're taking that bastard Trump down. Let me tell you what I did today. First of all, I didn't go into the office for seven hours. And when I did come in, I started a campaign of misinformation about Trump. And then I started promoting Hillary. I don't think he did that. I think the most his bias affected his job was, eh, I'm not going to look into that because I'm just not sure. Hillary's upstanding. I don't think that. I think it was maybe a little bit like that. I just, there's no proof to, or any reason to lead me to believe it was this grand, I'm going to take down Trump, like I said in my email, and let me show you what I did in the scope of my job and duties, and promote Hillary. The the worst it was, I'm going to investigate that Trump angle a little bit more, scrutinize that, head in that direction, and maybe not this over here, but it was probably because He thinks Hillary is swell, and he thinks Trump is an ass. Wouldn't that affect you? For example, you know me as being a fabulous person, an upstanding citizen, somebody that is ultimate trustworthy. Mm. That if somebody said something about it, you'd be like, listen, I know, Doc. I mean, I'll, you roll your eyes, do your due diligence, but you know, you don't have to go that extra mile. Yep, see, in other words, you're, you're confirming your bias that you know I'm a good person. Okay. Right? So you do the cursory, cursiary. oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you're, see, Doc is a good person. You maybe don't dig as much as you have to, because you know me, right? Okay. Meanwhile, you know Neil is a reprobate. I ah. mean, you know Neil is one of the worst people here. Accurate. Okay. You can't, right, right? So if I say, or somebody else says, you know, I think Neil was up to something, you're like, son of a gun. Yeah. Of course he is. So you do the, I'm going to dig and dig and go dig. Go in, go in, go in. I didn't go find in. anything about him. I'm just not digging hard. See what I'm saying? So I don't think it was, I'm going to try to take him down, even though if he wanted him, I think it was just he's influenced by his feelings. That's what you could say about this. Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> Stuff, though, about, uh, about the dossier being handed over, that's pretty powerful. 
All right. Well, get those tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Are we missing anything? It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. If you're looking for uh, investments, and I think most of us always are, at least uh, even, you know on the on the low end, even if you're not, I'm an investor. You're looking for ways to to grow your money. You're investing for the future. You got a 401k stuff like that. Maybe you've considered dabbling in the stock market or something. Consider cryptocurrencies, but educate yourself first. The blockchain technology is here to stay in one form or another. Some of these cryptocurrencies maybe maybe not but at least get all the information with a free seminar that glenn beck is hosting a week from yesterday next thursday he will be hosting it it's online and it's absolutely free he's going to be interviewing tika tuari from the palm beach letter and tika is going to lay out a couple of bitcoins or, or cur- cryptocurrencies like bitcoin that he thinks will likely do well in the future He'll tell you what those are. He'll uh, give you a bunch of information on the blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies where he thinks it's going. He'll uh, let you take part in his exclusive $2 million Bitcoin giveaway through Palm Beach Letter. It's all waiting for you. And all you have to do is register for free at BeckCryptoShow.com. BeckCryptoShow.com. That's BeckCryptoShow.com. Register today. Speaking, Doc, tweeting out what I learned today. Please, Doc, just stop a big word. On your defense of this stroke psychopath, you may be right technically, legally at the moment, but I don't want to hear his defense coming out of a quote, quote, friend at this time. I don't. Did I, did I defend him? No, I don't think you defended him. We laid out, we laid out what we thought <clears throat> the representatives did wrong and did right. And right. I mean, number one, there's no smoking, there's no smoking gun. No, no. Okay. Um, And then I speculated. I think he was incompetent on some level. I think he was biased on some level. I don't think it was a, all right, everybody come in here. Let's take this guy down. I mean, I think he was passionate. I think he said those things. You got to remember, this guy was also trying to to keep the girlfriend. Right? You're going to, yeah, it's horrible. You're right. Okay, I'm going to go over there tonight. I got to keep saying this stuff. Not that he didn't feel that way about Trump, but you're ginning it up, you know, on something like that. So, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending him. And I'm not saying the right things happened here. These people were wrong. And this part of the investigation, the dossier, the way that was laid out, was clearly orchestrated by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democrat Party to bring down President Trump to try to tie him to Russia. I believe that they were doing it because they have been so closely tied with Russia in the past. Mm. Don't forget, I've said from day one, Hillary and Trump, there are allegations about their affiliations with foreign entities and Russia. They should all be investigated fully. If you find anything, investigate more. If you find enough, prosecute. Done. Anybody that says, oh, Trump had nothing to do with that. Oh, Hillary had nothing to do with that. They're just in one camp or the other. Dig, get the information. And I think it's pretty clear that, yes, Hillary and the Democrats did present this dossier in order to bring down Trump. And that was the basis for this FISA warrant. There's no question there. I mean, if there is, you're just not paying attention and you're or you're a progressive and you don't want to know. There's no question. Was that illegal? Um, probably not. Was there anything illegal done about that? Um, You're presenting misinformation, slanderous, uh, libel. Um, no, it wasn't really them. It was third party. It was this, you see what I'm saying? Was it a federal elections violation? Maybe. 
But again, I don't know how the whole thing was structured. Who paid whom? If there's any plausible deniability along the way. It's wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely wrong. It shows their character. It shouldn't be able to happen. And these claims of Hillary's innocent and Trump is colluding with Russia by itself, absolutely wrong. There's no question. Hillary, we believe, and there's some pretty strong evidence, that she was affiliated with Russia over the years. You know her pay-to-play scheme when it came to the um, uh, nuclear material and uh, uranium one. We know that. That's documented. It's fine. Did Trump do wrong with regard to Russia? I believe he at least, or his people, were a little overzealous when it came to the transition team. Maybe even just before he got elected. I think most of it was the transition team who overstepped their bounds. I give all incoming presidents great leeway when it comes to that. Because you're expecting them to go from the beginning of November to January 20th, you know, two and a half months, you're expecting them to get fully up to speed to run the country. I'm going to give you, it's a violation of the Logan law for you to engage with foreign entities on behalf of the U.S. government unless you are in a position to do so. Chris and I could go over and meet with Putin and interview him and everything else. That's fine. We could offer our opinion on the government. And the U.S. government. But the second we represent ourselves as speaking for the government, we're in violation of the Logan Act. And that's likely what happened here. But I can't even believe that's a question or was ever a question. You're going to be in that capacity in a couple months. You got elected. Give the people some leeway. Anyway. You got American Defender saying uh, the relation of duty because of his personal bias is a fireable offense. He let go of top secret emails being hacked by a foreign agent, dangerous to national security. I'll give you that. I didn't, I'm not saying he shouldn't be fired. He should have been fired. He, was, he wasn't doing his job. He screwed it up. Of course you should be fired, especially in that capacity. Right? Yeah. yeah. And where's the continuing investigation? One of the other things Democrats kept saying yesterday is nothing was found about this. They, the investigation is closed. They keep bringing this up. Which investigation? The ones that these clowns headed up? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's funny because harsh reality kind of breaks down. 50,000 tweets divided by 665 days equals 137 texts per day. Sleep six hours. During the remaining 18 hours, eat, drink, talk, bathroom, shower, meetings, drive, talk on the phone, interview, exercise, etc. Nine hours. 15 texts per hour. That's every four minutes. Uh, By the way, those weren't his only texts. No. Because he also had a personal phone that was about, what'd they say, 100 a day, I think, Mm -hmm. for those? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, wow. Wow. (laughs) Talk about being busy. I mean, even my wife would be like, damn, that's a lot of texts. (laughs) And my wife is queen of texts. (laughs) Bing, bing, bing. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that tweet. That was was pretty cool. Breaking all that down. Yeah, I mean, the guy should have been fired. Right? I mean, yeah. you know oh, this. No, we're not. Yeah. And Neil before Zach saying, we need a Disney princess who can run the FBI and Justice Department under budget and without a scandal. And without a scandal. Is that it? <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're right. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. Tweet, 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 tweet. Hashtag getting my tweets in. Good, good. Good job. <laughs> Thank you for getting your tweets in. Everything's a challenge. <laughs> Everything's a challenge. The C42 saying, what were the Democrats saying during the Peter Stroke hearing? They were just... Thank you for your service. 
Thank you. Such for a swell done. guy. You Let me talk here example. and tell people how wonderful you are. For two minutes, I'm going to just say these things. And I'll also tell you, <laughs> as a side note, how evil the Republicans are and how much I hate Trump. And right. I mean, that was just it. I have a question. And by the way, the Republicans have done that, too. When oh, it's yes. people they yes. want to defend. Yes. It's the same crap. So I saw the chairman of the committee. Is he a Republican? Who is the chairman? Is it Bob Goodlot? I don't know. But it, yeah, it's good lot. Okay. Okay. So now, does the chairman of each committee does it have to do anything with who's in charge? Like if the yes. So the way the committees are structured, if if whichever party's in in power, okay. they get the chairmanships. Okay, got it. But okay. the other party gets to have the second in command, and that's what they call the ranking member. Got it. So got the it, got highest it, it. ranking Democrat we'll in that, that committee would be kind of the, the second. second. Okay. And they they give them, they afford them certain extra little privileges and they get a little say. So the guy who was challenging, Louis Gohmert, who's like, point of order, point of order. Yeah. He's impugning a witness, blah, blah, yeah. blah. That was the ranking member. Uh, Not that another one couldn't okay. have said it, but in that case, that's okay. what it was. Okay. And then if the Democrats are in power, it would flip and the, the chairman would be that. Yeah. And by the way, this Strzok guy has the most douchey face. Okay, I got to bring that. I can't can, believe I can almost we, forgot can this. Can we talk about this I could have done face? an hour on that. I, again, I told you what I think about the guy, whatever. That's officially. But as just sitting there watching him, oh. I just want to punch him. Thank I, you. No, no, wait. No, I want to open hand slap him. I don't like even want to punch slap? him. I want to bitch slap m- repeatedly. There's a lot of tweets going around with oh. like the meme of his face. This is, look at that. Come on, what is going on? He is so, like, I'll give him the little smirky, a little bit of that in that you're in a congressional hearing. This is a lot of pressure. Yes. And whether you like him or not, he's there defending himself. Yeah. And I'm sure some of the things that are being said are inaccurate and attack on his character. So he's triggered. Mm-hmm. Fine, I'll give you that. Some people smirk when they're under pressure. Some people look serious. Some cry. Fine. That's okay. I retweeted a gif of him last night. Go, go, it's probably oh, five, yeah, four or five it. down, it. yeah. where it's five, six seconds of him, not just smirking, but doing this mm-hmm, head back and forth. like <laughs> That's the one where I'm like, dude, some you're an FBI agent? Yeah. Yeah. A little sugar for that, for my taste, oh, too. Oh, a lot of sugar going yeah, on there. A lot of sugar for that. I was like, whoa, what is going on here? And he had a girlfriend? I know. And a wife? Has that, he, has that been investigated? Can we get Louie on that Louis, one? get on that, okay? <laughs> You're waking up to the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I keep thinking it's an actor. Maybe it's not an actor. All I know is Strock looks, especially his actions when he looks up through his eyes and does his little smirk. Yeah. He looks like somebody and it is driving me bug nuts. I and because I can't, I can't hone in on who it is. It's, uh, I thought for a moment it might be Clay Aiken. It wasn't when I looked at it. Maybe a little bit. It's somebody, if you if you nail it, everyone's going to be like, yes, that's who it is. And Doc will be upset. No, I'm, no, I'm fine. It. I just got to get it out of my head. It's driving me up the wall. So if you if you think of who it is, 
let us know. Yes. Because Neil said the same thing too. He's like, yeah, yeah you can let us know via hashtag what I learned today. Yeah, if you see it, you don't need to do a picture, just tell you it's this guy yeah. or whatever. Man, I feel like it's right there. I feel like it's an actor, but maybe not. <laughs> ah, it's driving me up the wall. Yeah. I quit thinking about it. <laughs> Get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. 31% of Americans have said uh, Obama is the best president of their Shut lifetime. Up. Shut up. Shut up. That's about the same number that says Trump is. Mm. 19% for Trump, 20% for Obama, and that was at the same time during their presidencies mm-hmm. as well. They interviewed about 2,000 people, and they asked them to choose two presidents in your lifetime that uh, has done the best job. Well, that's really bizarre because that's only 2,000 people. Number two, what do you mean by best, best. job? Yes. You mean, I, I think Trump has done a, a really good job yeah. with you know, his, his duties. But he's done a really bad job in the media, mm-hmm. right? He's annoying. I don't think he's presidential, whatever. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. What do you mean a good job? And it's only two years in. Obama, we got eight years on the record, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's hard to judge like this. So these are not good, whatever. 62% of millennials, those between the age of 22 and 37, say Obama is the best, of period. Course. Of course. Now, I saw this story spun a bunch of different ways, this study. But what you have to remember is those people age, if you're 22, um, most of your life Obama was president. Yes. A good chunk of it anyway. So, uh, of course, that's your reference point. Who else do you have on there? Oh, yeah, George W. Bush. Okay, great. Well, so it came down to the two of them. (laughs) And you're young. Yeah. And the media had his back. Yep. Okay, who do you think it's going to be? So don't get too caught up in the millennials or just whatever. Some of that is not about a political bias or your ideas or values or what you believe. Some of it just has to do with the fact that there's only been a couple of dudes. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Tweets now with the hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. You got any thoughts on uh, what we've discussed so far? Coming up about a half hour from right now, your Friday leftovers, all the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week. Now, I had considered, I had considered just using old Friday leftover stories, but doing them live today <laughs> just to trigger people. But you're not supposed to tell them. Well, I'm not going to do it. I just oh, considered okay. it. And or then I are considered, you? Or are, am I? Are <laughs> I? And then I'd consider just replaying an old one, at least for a couple of minutes, just to get people. And then they would just, but then I'm like, then they'll just tune out, whatever. So all new live coming up. Oh, that might be the guy. You're yeah, right. I just showed you him. No, I know, but this is a different picture of him. That's not the best picture. Looking up. Is that the guy from what's Terminator? What? Terminator. Yeah. The... That might be him, guys. You're right. Is that him? Or is it this guy? Frank, no, Frank Burns, no. He does look a little <laughs> like Frank Burns from MASH, Larry Linville. Uh, what about this guy? <laughs> no, not, what is that guy from? Is that from the, Lord of the Rings, of the, the little guy. ring guy. No. no, it's not this guy either. Is that? No. This is the guy from, um, he's a comedian. Oh, yeah, he was on Arrested Development, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. He was, was he a lawyer. Super? Yeah, he was a lawyer. The serious lawyer. That's I'm right. I'm not here to mess around. That's right, yeah. yeah. 
Um, no, no, not uh, Hogan from Hogan's Heroes. No. No, that's not, not that guy either. No, I don't know who those are. No, I think the closest one is the guy who played the modern turn, Terminator when yeah. T-1000. Was that Terminator 2X or 2T or... Yeah. Um, he was the one who could like shape shift and yeah. all that stuff. Had like the sword hands. Yeah, there may be somebody else too, but that guy I think is it's really close. close. Yeah, but it's not the one that you... It may be him. Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's whatever. Maybe it's somebody else, but he's certainly close even if it's not. That's interesting. Mm. Is that his name, Robert Patrick? Interesting. Sure. All right, if you have tweets, get them in. It's hashtag what I learned today. Brickhouse Nutrition is waiting for you to buy your field of greens. It's at BrickhouseDoc.com. BrickhouseDoc.com was such a great revelation the other day when I get the barbecue. The barbecue, yeah. I'm like, I've had my vegetables. I can have this other stuff. And done. And that's one of the things that, especially, seriously, no joke, if you have kids under the age of... 10, let's put it 10. Mm-hmm. You could tell them, hey, here's some Hulk juice, blah, 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 and you're giving them the fruits and veggies that they need for that day. Yeah, uh, Field of Greens is a powdered vegetable, basically. Yeah. It's not an extract or just the nutrients from it or something like that. It's, you get the entire thing. It's just in that form, so it's easy to consume for people who don't like them or you don't have time. You just take a scoop of the stuff, mix it with some liquid, drink it down, and you're good to go. And each scoop is a full supply, a full portion. So however many portions you need a day, boom, you are good to go. And you can travel with it. I travel with mine. TSA did not question it at all. Yeah, it's just a, it's a little canister yeah. you can take. You can leave one at work. You can keep it at home or whatever. You can stock up on the stuff ahead of time. It's actually kind of a disaster food, too, because that's you're going to have valuable commodity. There's something that can stay sealed. So in mm-hmm. case, um, I mean, you may want other foods, too. But yeah. you know what? This is something that is going to keep you healthy during those and times. And if the apocalypse hits, do you really have time to cook vegetables? That's Think a good point. It. If you have zombies running after you, do you have time Easier to, to just cook throw that in water? Water and water's everywhere. And if you think about it, this network has given you different uh, people. You could buy some water mm-hmm. of how to get water. Just have this in the car. Have this at work. Have this at the gym locker. Think about it. You just got done working out, Doc, Boom. and you got to feed your muscles. Well, a lot of people have certain things that they eat immediately after working yeah. out, too. Like uh, some... Um, Protein bars. Yeah, and some people, uh, some doctors say, or nutritionists say, right after you work out, eat a banana. Yes, because yes. you want the potassium. The potassium. And yep. you want the other nutrients that bananas have to you know, replenish your body. And even mm-hmm. the sugar boost is going to mm-hmm. be good for you at that time, they say, too. Um, some will say orange juice, I've seen. Because, mm-hmm. again, I you get the sugar, one, you get the new whatever. One, yeah. um, okay, you get a smoothie. Put a scoop of this in, you're good to go. Yeah, and I think it was one of the salesperson that took this and did not get sick. Yeah, and obviously we can't make any medical <laughs> no, we claims, can't. but it's interesting when yeah. you see those. When it's like, my whole family was no. sick. And, and I, everybody's different. When you start doing these things, you're like, you know, I know that I feel better, I look better, and I've gotten sick less when I do these certain things. Sometimes it's consuming certain yep. things. Sometimes it's, you know, exercising more. Your body whatever. needs it. But try it today at BrickHouseDoc.com. That's BrickHouseDoc.com. Paul G sending a reminder. A reminder. Cancel the pet insurance, Doc. Okay, so here's the thing it's about, about that. It's about the August, right? Wasn't yes, it's period? August. That's our, that's our whatever. I have told my wife about once a week for the past six months. I know. And I let her go about a month now. Mm-hmm. A couple days ago, I texted her. I was like, did you cancel pet insurance? And she said, I've been playing phone tag with them. She phone said, I keep tag? calling. Where she calls. And they no, I know, but what, what are you playing they, phone tag They for? don't answer. <clears throat> 
Red flag. Red, I don't oh, have a red flag. Right? right? Am I? Red flag. Okay. Red flag. She goes, they don't answer, and then they they call her back. We'll call you back. Leave a message. We'll call you back. And Because she's on hold forever, right? She call, They call back. She, they never get through. They just can't hook up. And I was what? like, you don't think it's in your best interest or, or their best They're interest? Be- not to. Tonight again, again. She's like, and truly, my wife has no time. Yeah. I mean, she works full time, a lot of hours, two kids. She's doing whatever. She has very little time. So I get it. But still, so I finally told her, I'm like, get me the number. Get me the number. Because I, I will take three days off work and I will sit on the phone. <laughs> and if they don't, get, then I'm going to the going to the company. No, man. Red flag, dog. Where are you headquartered? Maine? I'm going to be We're spending We're driving there. to Maine. <laughs> That's right. I, Actually, I'm, if you do go visit, I want to go with you. Because this is going to be gold, Jerry. Oh, this is going to be it gold. will not be pleasant. So I'm getting out of that. There is no way. <laughs> so uh, that's one of my goals this weekend is I got to get the information from her. And I'm going to take it up. This was, I think, yesterday, the day before that I... So it's mm. on my list, but thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Such a... I think it's 35 bucks a month. Okay. I think that's what it is. So it's not a huge Yeah, fee, it's not... Mm-hmm. But it's still... 35 bucks a month. It's still 400 and whatever dollars it's or gas money. a year of take home money. So let's say a little under $400 a year in take home money. Is it a little under? No, it's a little over. A little over $400 in take home money. That means you have to earn $600, $700 more. Wow, that's a huge hit. Yeah. But it's the principle of the thing. Yeah. I've been paying for something that I don't need. Yeah. And it didn't come useful, did it? Not really. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a waste of money. Sorry, I just died like t- couple months earlier. What does that mean? Because I would have been out last year. Oh, got it, got it, got he it. He started. He got in on the new year. Oh, got he it. He crossed got it, got over it. into the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny though. It was his he one last over. fu to me. <laughs> uh, Martin tweeting out what I learned today. Found it Sutherland from the TV show Twenty Four. No, that's not him. Sorry. No. no, I mean some of these look a little. No, like they, him. yes, but that's that's not. But it's not. No, yeah, it's oh, not so it a is. lot like it. No, not even. Oh, it's gonna hit me over the weekend. I think. Yeah, probably. Why? <laughs> look out for the tweet from Doc Thompson. Right, nailed no, it. I nailed it. There it is. <laughs> there it is. By the way, this guy is a struck is not likable at all. Mm-mm. Even if you're on the left, I mean, do you really like this guy? No. Seriously, he has that punch me in the face look. What do you think he's going to do? Is he going to run for office? No. No, not this guy. Mm -mm. One, if you think about it, the Democrats wasted a lot of time, not kissing his butt, but painting this beautiful picture of this. Do you really think the Democrats want to be doing that right now? Do you think that is one of the priorities right now to paint a picture of an ex-FBI agent? I, I think the guy runs for office. If he ends up in, I don't know where he lives, but he could move wherever. If he ends up in a really uh, progressive district, a liberal district... Uh, it's on. They you will. They, so? they will. They will m- march through glass to get him elected. Mm, interesting. It's just got to be a very, not just liberal. It's got to have that progressive slant, and it's got to be overwhelming. So up north and down to the west. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. A little of the crazy. Okay. So not just liberal. Like, well, it leans Democrat. It's more liberal. It's, it's more that. socially. <laughs> We're talking northeast, uh, Portland, Oregon. 
Oh, okay. We're talking like okay. that now. Okay. San Francisco. Okay. You get an element to that, he'll be, he'd be a congressman really? for the rest of his life. Yeah. And we don't know if the Democrat Party, they Republicans like to do this too. They like to do little payback stuff. Oh, got it. We'll, we'll back you to run for this district. You're a shoe in and then you get a job that pays almost $200,000 a year and you'll be the honorable gentleman from Monroe for the next 50 years. Yeah. TMB Saddle Trend tweeting out what I learned today. We need an update on Doc Thompson Hunt for the parking lot scammer. I uh, I have not hunted for him in the last uh, month or so. Mm. I made several trips over there and haven't seen him. Uh, he's very distinctive. He's got a jacked up eye. I told you about that. What's the matter? <laughs> it is. It's all jacked up. It's got that, that, that milky look, and it's off so to it's one side. And this program has so many names for the eyes. You got the libertarian eyes. You got the gecko eyes. You got the jacked up eyes. Yeah, this you was got- not a libertarian <laughs> eye. I mean, it did go its own direction. Oh. So it had a little bit of that. Yeah, but bit. there was much more going on. <laughs> it was all funky in there and glo- like milky. And whatever. It is true. <laughs> Did he look like the guy from uh, Sunny Philadelphia? Uh, Trying to remember it. Jimmy, guy. not Jimmy Cricket. Jimmy Cr- Cricket. Cricket. Remember Cricket? He oh, gets the, oh, far the worse priest. than him. Far worse than him? Oh, because it was, it, was it was milky. Oh. Like, like, look at my eye. You know how okay. you, it's partially translucent? Yes. Even people with dark eyes, you can kind of see yeah. through and it sparkles. Or, yeah. This is like it has that milky cover over it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like the cloudy. I'm cloudy. The cloudy. Yeah, 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 that's what it was like. Wow. And off in like one direction, and it looked like he'd been in some sort of industrial Light? accident oh, or okay. something, you know? <laughs> Very distinctive. <sighs> but I appreciate you reminding me. I got to make the drive down and do it. It's going to be a while, but I'll eventually get him. Uh, just leave me alone saying, how much is pay insurance for a dead dog? $35 a month, same as downtown. Same as downtown. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Do you know who Henry Cavill is? Cavill? Uh, Henry Cavill. No. He's an actor, plays Superman. Which Superman? The current one. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. He's starring in the new Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movie. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he's, this guy's really coming on strong now. You mean Mission Impossible 15? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on again. <laughs> Tom. Honey, sweetheart. The prequel. Stop with the missions. I know. At the end, we know they're possible. So they're no longer impossible. Tom Cruise stars in Mission Impossible. Pooping with regularity. (laughs) Mission Impossible 72, the same as his age. He is old. Mission Impossible 68. Mucinex. Or um, um, Mucilex. I don't get enough fiber. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's coming on strong, um, especially now the Mission Impossible thing. He's gonna he's gonna crush it. Anyway, he gave an interview to GQ Australia. Okay, is he a foreigner? Yeah, I think he's, I think okay. he's English or British. Okay. Talked about um, some things about dating. He just broke up with his girlfriend. He's thirty four. She's twenty five. She's a stunt Ooh. woman. Her name is Lucy Cork. Chief. <laughs> I move on. Should I just okay? Just Hi, I'm Lucy Cork. Both parts of that deserve a bell. Yes. Yes. Actually the stunt woman part does too. <laughs> Many things. Yes. You no could wonder, just, you no could just introduce her. her to a friend and there's yeah. like six bells. Yes, yes. No wonder he was dating her. She's good at um, parties. 
Hey, I've heard I should be hooking up with Lucy Cork. <laughs> How much is Lucy Cork? 20, 20 bucks, bucks, same as downtown. downtown. <laughs> <laughs> How much is Lucy Cork? 20 bucks, same as London. <laughs> anyway, so he breaks up with her in February. And he's had some trouble. Remember, he's Superman. He's an actor. He's yeah. good looking. He's rich. Man he's of famous. Steel. Whatever, right. Uh, anyway, uh, he's had some trouble dating. Oh, and really? he lays this out with uh, GQ handsome. Australia. He seems like a nice guy. And I agree with a lot of what he said. He said he's hesitant to flirt with women. You know, part of dating, if you, you know, you're out and about, you're at a bar, a friend meets you, whatever, you got to flirt a little bit or show your you interest. Do. There's a, yeah. Even if it's not, hi there, you know, like, yeah. it's just like you do the a little of the of dance. seduction. Right. The timeless art of seduction. He said in the magazine interview, he said, there's something wonderful about a man chasing a woman. There's a traditional approach to that, which is nice. I think women should be wooed and chased, but maybe I'm old-fashioned for thinking that. Mm. What's the matter with all that, Chris? It's so true, but hashtag me too. There it is. It's so true, but hashtag me too. Not going to play real well, certainly in London or England. Chase? Chase down a woman? How dare you? You mean like stalking? Thank you. He said it's very difficult to do that if there are certain uh, rules in place because then like it's, well, I don't want to go up to and talk to her because I'm going to be called a rapist or something. I know it sounds funny, but it's true. He took it back to an extreme, but he is right. I've said before, I don't want to be out of the dating scene now. No. Can you imagine that? I mean, all these rules. I'm getting married now. There's too many rules. I'd be like, wait a minute. It's, it, by the way, it's not because you actually love her. No, it? no, it's because there's I don't, too many rules. Too many rules, and, okay, and she's good. the only one that appreciates my joking. You know, what, let's just it. wrap this thing up, right? <laughs> let's go. What for am it. I still out there for? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He said, "So you're like, forget it. I'm gonna call an ex-girlfriend instead." Ooh. I I don't want to date. I'm just gonna call the ex-girlfriend. Mm. I know she wasn't right. We didn't get along. I wasn't but, happy. Better to just hook up with her again. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's very triggering. That is very. Yep. He said, and then just go back to a relationship which never really worked. But it's a way safe, but it's way safer than casting myself into the fires of hell because I'm someone in the public eye. I, and if I go to flirt with someone, then who knows what's going to happen. True. People are going to, that guy's famous, so I could try to get his money yep. by claiming. Yep. Whatever. And other people that are being accused of the whole Me Too movement have said that. They're like, well, you know, I was in power and this happened. Yep. And I'm so, sure and some of it. that somewhere along the line would be yep. true. He said, I've worked with people in the past who've acted somewhat over familiar with certain actresses. In like other that. words, he knew people <laughs> oh, yeah. who were taking it too far, yes. too touchy feely, yes. too friendly, whatever. Yes. He said, in those situations, I always approach the woman and ask whether they were okay. Okay, the you're rest I was like, this is a little douche. Yeah, you right? me. You're losing me. Was buddy. he a little Stop. that guy? Yes. Are you Stop. okay? Uh, Are you okay? Are you? Now I'm not okay. You just touched me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, he gave that. I agree with a lot of what he said. Yes. Maybe he wasn't the most eloquent, but he's right. That's, he that's is a horrible situation. 100%. He laid it out there and people talked about it a little bit. What do you mean? I mean, people shared in the media oh, in the last okay. couple got of it, days. Got it, got it, got it. made the rounds. Okay. Know what I'm going to say next? He got accused of hashtag me too. No, that's a good guess. Oh, okay. I was going to say. It just made its way around. What's the other thing that could be coming now that it's been out in the news cycle for 24, 48 hours? (gasps) I don't know. He's now apologized. (laughs) For what? 
Triggered Chris. I saw for it. For what? What are you apologizing for? <laughs> You're an idiot. You didn't say nothing wrong. Oh, I am sorry that I'm gonna woo you and tell a woman I'm gonna chase him down. No, you and you what? Yes, that is old fashioned. And women do what? Doc, doc, doc. I know, right? Doc. Yes. This is stupid. I know. You've been in the dating world long before, you know, before you, of course, you marry your wife, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But you were in the dating world, mm-hmm. and from the source you've told us, you were, you know, out there. I did okay. You did okay. What he said, his statement, that women will be wooed and chased down, is that false? No. Keith, give me the thumbs up. Oh, I would say. Yep, Keith gives me a thumbs up. Ladies, you know this too. Men, you know Come this. Come on. Everybody wants to be chased. Obviously, there are exceptions to the Yes. Rule. There are exceptions. However, traditionally, and I think some of it is even biological, that women prefer to be chased and men prefer to do the chasing. In fact, men, if you know a woman who prefers to be the chaser, stay away because they're nuts. Yeah. I mean, like full out chasing. Yeah. Not a little bit. I'm like no. that. We we know some people like yes. that. Yes. Um, and it just doesn't work. It doesn't. They're, they just come across crazy. As soon as you go like, oh, okay, yeah, let's you know, start. Oh, they're like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. It's crazy. What? So some of this is true, but even so, it's his opinion. Doesn't matter. He apologized. He said, having seen the reaction to an article in particular about my feelings on dating and the hashtag MeToo movement, I just wanted to apologize for any confusion and misunderstanding that may have created. Insensitivity was absolutely not my intention. In light of this, I would just like to clarify and confirm to all that have always and will continue to hold women in the highest of regard, no matter the type of relationship, whether it be friendship, professional, or significant other, never would I intend to disrespect in any way, shape, or form. The experience has taught me a valuable lesson to the context and nuance of editorial liberties. I look forward to clarifying my position in the future towards the subject that is so violently. And it just keeps going and going and ultimately I'm just left with so many words. So... I'm sorry, but I, many words. I demand a new Superman and now I want him to be single for the rest of his life. Uh, wow, that's very punitive. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, Doc Thompson does hold a record for something. The most career firings in a lifetime. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> for now. Don't forget to get your balm shot today. Get the best lip balm out there. It's a great applicator, great backstory. It's in 3,000 stores nationwide. Look for it today. Balmshot.com. Balm like lip balm, shot like shotgun shell because it's... It's a great lip balm that is in something that is uh, designed after a shotgun shell. It looks cool and works great. Look for it nationwide or go to balmshot.com because if you do that and use the promo code DOC and you order six, they're going to throw in an extra one. They're going to give you a ball cap and you get free shipping. Yeah. What's up? It's perfect. There's Done. Nothing wrong it's that, with that simple. Oh, okay. Balmshot.com. Yep. You get an extra one if you order six, a free ball cap, so a little extra swag and free shipping. Did you see what Mordecai did for Bombshot? I don't know if Mordecai no. became the official model of Bombshot. No, is he modeling it? I guess he wasn't doing a photo shoot with a Bombshot cap on. 
Oh, okay, that's just scary. That's not a good <laughs> representation for your company, but okay. Anyways, get it in or uh, get them today at bombshot.com. By the way, this guy, this Superman? actor, Superman. Okay. He uh, last August, when he was still dating Lucy Cork. Okay. He tweeted or, or she posted on her Instagram. She okay. had a picture up, and he posted. This is what he wrote. He wrote this. He, this is what in he her wrote. Instagram. Yes. Okay, got it. And when I pause. He puts a period at the end of each. These are all individual little sentences. Got it. Got it. This is my Lucy. She is one of the best stunt women in the world. She has defined herself. She continues to define herself. She grows every day. She is Lucy Cork because she says so. Okay. What the hell does that mean? That haiku. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was haikuing it up. This is just weird. By the way, I am Doc Thompson because I say so, and I define myself every day. I've already defined myself. Yeah. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Tweets now. This. <laughs> this C forty two saying celebrities need to start their interviews with first. I like to apologize in advance. <laughs> So yep. true. So true. Uh, JR15 tweeting out what I learned today. Reasons why TMB won't flirt. Doc Thompson, she's ugly. There's that. Chris Cruz, she's prettier than me. There's that. Brad Stacks, no pulse. <laughs> <laughs> no? No, Brad. He's still flirted yeah, up. Yeah, Brad, Brad will get it. James tweeting out what I learned today. Time travel exists. Somehow, someone screwed up our universe. We're in parallel dimensions. Chris Cruz is getting married, and Superman can't get a date. Oh my gosh. Oh my Think gosh. about that. I'm about to get married in yep. like two months. To, to a beautiful, nice, yes. uh, smart, yes. young lady. Yes. And young, young lady. Don't let's not brush yes. over the lady part. Yes. And Superman can get a date. I gotta bell myself for brush over the lady part. <laughs> oh, I missed that one. <laughs> Don't brush over the lady part today. If someone <laughs> If someone brushes over the lady part, if they mention lady parts today, don't gloss over that. <laughs> I had to bell myself. It's not all that you different. Do, you need to and I got to bell myself for saying bell- I belled myself. <laughs> I turned into Tobias Fuque. You have. Maybe you should record yourself and listen to yourself. Maybe you should just play <laughs> it just back play and back. hear yourself there. Okay. <laughs> All right, what else you got for me? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I love the blah, blah, blah. Lucy Cork needs a new PR agent. It's a great name. I think it's awesome. Keep it. It's so Keep bad, it. it's funny. <laughs> Let me tell you, kid, you're going places. You just need a great name. Lucy. 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 Lucy Lou? Lucy Cork. <laughs> We're good to go. Really? I, I would introduce really? Ladies and gentlemen, to accept the award for the greatest stunt woman in all of England this year, 2018, put your hands together for Lucy. <laughs> Mordecai, that's a promo right there. You better pull that as a promo. (laughs) Hey, we're just getting started because coming up next, it's your Friday Leftovers. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Doc Thompson. If you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. The podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. 
The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, 888-900-3393. It's, a, it's not, I don't know if it's a theme, but it's becoming more common that we have uh, really good products and services with uh, names that are not the strongest, like Beckinar. I don't like what they're trying to do with this here. Not not the name, anyways. Oh, I was going to say, because the, they're trying to do something awesome. Yeah, no, the, the free seminar that Glenn is going to host is a great idea. This is really cool. We've talked about this before. We've tried to get, how many times I say we get some cryptocurrency guys on because we've tried to bring you information to explain what it is. Well, Glenn is going to be hosting a free online investment training broadcast centered around cryptocurrency, and that's coming up next Thursday. Thursday, yep. Don't forget, sign up now because it's yep. going to be, the, oh, you're gonna next forget. Friday. You're next Friday. Forget. You're going to go, oh, I meant to do it. And I kept putting it on. Just sign up now at BeckCryptoShow.com. BeckCryptoShow.com. It's going to explain uh, what Bitcoin is, what other cryptocurrencies are, the technology behind it that's called blockchain, how that can be used in the future. And then Tika from the time uh, from the uh, Palm Beach letter, he's actually going to lay out some cryptocurrencies that he think will do he thinks will do really well three in particular that you can get behind and maybe make a couple of bucks plus you'll be eligible to take part in his exclusive two million dollar bitcoin giveaway via palm beach letter it's all at beckcryptoshow.com that's beckcryptoshow.com and now doc thompson presents the friday leftovers these are the great stories we didn't get to earlier in the week, so we will get to them now. During a traffic shop, an Indian River Sheriff's deputy asked a man to... What's that? What's that, Neil? You said... Yeah, yeah. Indian River's in Florida. Yeah. That's Florida, Neil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An Indian River Sheriff's deputy asked a man to spell his name during a traffic stop. Okay. But when the man spelled it, the cop couldn't understand it. Okay. Too many... The cop said, huh, okay. Too many letters? Here's a, here's a notepad and a pen. Can you, can you write it down? Oh, okay. The man began to write with the wrong end of the pen. Oh. Chris, uh, Chris you were a uh, police officer. Yes. Is, is that an indicator yes. of anything whatsoever? Yes. Anything what... uh, maybe you'd be, you know, huh? drinking a little bit too I'm much. I'm sorry, what's that? Drinking a little bit too much. Huh. You know. Yeah, because he just kept writing. He kept writing. Yeah, Even though there was nothing happening. Nothing happening. He's he writing. Just, he's kept writing and writing. He kept writing his name. And so finally the cop was like, um, you know, you flip that, flip that over there. Oh. And uh, finally... Yeah. He got to the right end of the pen, and he wrote down the name Triamario. Who? Triamario. T-R-A-I-M-A-R-I-O, which is not his name. His name is Tremaine McGriff. <clears throat> Close enough. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Maybe maybe on the streets he's known. That's he's, his street that's name. That's his street name. That's his, uh, did, he, did the officer ask for his name or his street name? That's, maybe he didn't clarify. So... Thank you, Chris. Thank you, because I'm not sure. At that point, the cop asked him, you know, hey, have, you, have you been Had tipping some? him back? You've been consuming? You doing it? And he denied it. How dare you? How dare you impugn my character? How dare you impugn the character of Tamario? <laughs> how dare you? And how dare you believe that I even have anything in this vehicle? In fact, to prove my innocence, he demanded... To search his vehicle? That the investigator search this vehicle. Uh- <laughs> They searched that vehicle and found a big gulp cup half filled with liquor. Oh, sweetheart. No. No. Cops got him out of the car. He couldn't stand up without supporting himself on a fence. (laughs) 
And when accused of drinking and driving, he then demanded a breathalyzer test. Oh, my gosh. He registered four times on the limit. (laughs) This guy is like the golden buzzer for cops. I want you to search my car. Oh, we found this. I want you to give me a breathalyzer test right now. Four times over the limit. (laughs) I Uh, demand you take me to jail. (laughs) Put me in front of a court judge and... I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I demand you find me guilty. <laughs> and I demand courthouse justice as well. And by the way, I demand raped and beaten. You forgot to read my Miranda rights. I demand you to read my Miranda rights. What? I know, right? Pro criminal tip number 1613. Don't ask a cop to investigate something that is going to incriminate you. I just don't tell the cops what to do. Yes. It's going to help you as well. Indian River deputies, also in the news for another story that also has to do with drinking. Mm. They went to a McDonald's in Vero Beach for a possible disturbance. Okay. A woman had reported that a vehicle behind her drove in the drive-thru behind her and kept ramming into her bumper. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Just kept bumping it. Mm-hmm. When the cops got there, she pointed to the vehicle. She's like, there it is right over there. That's the one, officers. It was being driven by 69-year-old Earl Stevens. Oh, poor Earl. He's never had a Florida driver's license, not a valid one. Wow. He still does not. Deputies questioned him. They noticed that um, while they were questioning him, he had an open bottle of liquor in a brown paper bag on the seat next to him. <laughs> He was slurring his words. He had glossy eyes. Not not a jacked up eye like the guy who stole me 20 bucks from me. Just glossy. Glossy. And he smelled of booze. Hmm. He told the cops, I feel pretty good. <laughs> Typical line from a drunk guy. Right. Typical. I feel pretty good, officers. <laughs> he did admit that he had been drinking Jim Beam from the bottle. Oh, okay. Okay. But he was he was drinking at the stop signs. He wasn't drinking while driving. driving. Oh my gosh. He put it out there. He said, listen, I was not drinking while the car was moving, officer. I only was drinking Jim Beam when the car stopped at stop signs and traffic signals. Here's the thing. What is the charge? <clears throat> drinking while driving. <clears throat> Case close. He admitted, yes, he had been actively, his word, actively imbibing all the way from Port St. Lucie to Indian River County. Wow. The whole way. Wow. But only at traffic signs when he stopped or traffic lights when he stopped. He also told the officer there were a lot of stop signs and traffic lights along well, uh, the way. You know, those back roads, you know. Gotta take those back roads. I don't want to go in the highway. You know, uh, the chances I'm going to get there, I'm going to take the back roads. I know there's some stop signs and some stop lights. That's- I'm driving through all the business districts. <laughs> I love that, though. He goes, yep. He goes, draw a drink, the whole, but only at traffic signs and traffic lights. There were a lot of them. You know, he took out his map because he's the guy that has the map paper. I could go the high. The paper, the paper unfolded. Map. Go, it could right, be folding it. Up. It says Sunoco on the map. <laughs> Union 76. <laughs> exactly. It has you know, all the back alleyways uh, and everything. <laughs> he's like, all right, another traffic light. Yeah. Whoa, it's turning green. Let me put this right over here. <laughs> By the way, that's a nice defense. 
That's a good defense. I'll give him that. That is very genius. Yes, it was. Not enough, though, because he was charged with DUI and driving without a license. Of course, of course. That's wrong. But but he hasn't had his day in court either. I think the judge may go, you got us. (laughs) Doc Thompson, you're in the the jury. jury. What do you think? What are you going? I'm going to try everything possible to let him go. Yeah, me too. Only because I'm going to try. I don't know if that does it enough. He he's won me over in spirit. Yes. Yes. If they can give me anything else to stand yes. on, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. 69 and he came up with this awesome defense. I'm in. Is he a veteran? Can, I mean just help out. give me anything else yeah, and I'm more, there. Cuz you want more. There. One more. Oh, that's a good one if he's a veteran. Yeah. Can you give me any any other reason to like like rule the other yeah. way or Oh, this guy loved this. Indian guy. River County. I don't know where he was going. Maybe the VFW Hall. <laughs> All right, you've been yucking it up in these last two stories about drinking and driving. I have a very sad story oh, okay. to share, and I Sorry. just want to warn you, please. It's a sad story. Treat it with the proper amount of respect. Okay. With the amount of respect it deserves. Got it. It's very sad. A self-styled traditional healer in Nigeria has died. Oh, that is really sad. After one of his clients tested his bulletproof charms. A young man had gone to the self-proclaimed traditional healer Mm -hmm. to prepare bulletproof charms for him to wear. Charms that you would wear that if fired upon, it makes you bulletproof. They just ricochet off. Like Wonder Woman. Yes, but you don't have to keep with the bracelets. Oh, okay, they just, okay, okay. They just go. I think it surrounds your whole body. Oh, it's like, a, like a force like field. Like an aura, a force field. Yeah, right. Got it, got it, got it. So he went to the healer. Healer said, yes, I can prepare for you bulletproof charms. The doctor is in, and here we go. Here are the charms. Hand me the money. <clears throat> Young man was like, wait a minute. How do I know these work? And he said, I will prove them to you. I will prove their efficiency. I will wear the charms. Here is a loaded gun. He positioned himself away from the young man, handed over the loaded gun, and instructed him, go, go, fire, shoot, go. (laughs) The man shot, and here's the thing. Did it work? No. The bulletproof charms were not bulletproof. Now, before you get too critical of his magic powers, okay. I don't know if he had them on properly. I don't know if in the confusion of let me get the gun, he bent down, they banged against the table, and they, some of the magic fell out. Fell out. Maybe it's like a horseshoe. They were inverted and it mm. fell out. I don't know. I don't know if somebody else oh. put a hex on him. Oh. A greater hex than the ch- we don't know. Mm. All so I'm not not impugning this guy's magical abilities, mm-hmm. his healing abilities. I'm just saying it didn't work in this case, mm. and he was killed. Mm. The client has been arrested on suspicion of murder. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm letting him off easier yes, than me. I wasn't then, drinking while driving, guys. Yes, right. Yes, if you're the one that messed up your magic uh, charms and your your potions and stuff. Um, that's not murder. Uh, okay. If if he gets arrested for murder, okay. like it doesn't matter, then he needs to be able to sue the healer's estate for yes. scamming him. Yes. Because it did not work. 
This is not uh, all that uh, uncommon, unfortunately, for people in Nigeria because tragedy stuck, struck just months ago when a traditional medicine seller, he doesn't make charms or anything okay, as silly as sell, that. Yeah. He sells medicine okay. that can make you bulletproof. Mm-hmm. You got to consume it. It's not just something you, what are you doing? It's just like a, what do you think a charm's going to make you no, bulletproof? No, you need an elixir. Elixir. Thank you. So he, uh, he sold it and, uh, the man drank down the bullet repelling liquid. Makes sense. Cause bullets. And then we shot body. dead. Oh no. <clears throat> no, we need to start. Which magic has are using? Listen, this stuff, this stuff doesn't work. Knock it off. Seriously. You need an elixir and a charm, which I'm going to be selling at docthompson.com later today. Bulletproof elixir and charm. Yeah, you, they're the component. Have you ever got like epoxy glue and you got to put the two pieces together yes. to get it to, yes. to that's what it's, yes. it's like that. You got to uh, get the two of so them. So they're halfway there. Both of those scenarios were halfway there. Right. If and they would just talk to each other, that mm-hmm. charm maker mm-hmm. and the seller, yeah. they would have. Right. Mine's proprietary. I don't know what they have, but uh, it's, you know, so, so. Okay. Okay. Two Vancouver business owners received an early morning call from law enforcement after a burglar broke into their business and could not find his way out. Their business is escape rooms. <laughs> okay. Rye Wardlaw demanded uh, 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 damage the escape room when he entered it and couldn't get out, so he called police for help. <laughs> Rob Bernard and his wife Tamara uh, own the escape room. They say when he opened the door, he threw down a bunch of lockers, threw over some flowers, you know, just kind of ransacked the place, mm-hmm. made himself at home for a while. <laughs> But inadvertently broke the doorknob to one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. Now, he couldn't figure out his way out of the other panic rooms and stuff like that. So he panicked <laughs> and called 911 several times. He faces charges of burglary. <laughs> have you been to a panic room? I have not. Uh-huh. No, I'm a little scared. Okay. I'm afraid I would panic. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. That is really good. Let me get this straight. It's just a joke. Here's a 911 call. You think they're messing with you, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. 62-year-old security guard in India went to a doctor complaining, you know what? I don't want to rush this story, and I have to get a commercial break in. This is one we don't want to rush. Let me get a quick break. We'll come back, and I'll share this with you up next in the Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson will be right back on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Brickhouse Nutrition and Field of Greens. You can get them at BrickhouseDoc.com. Now, for years, we told you about our uh, uh, one of our favorite products called uh, Dawn to Dusk, which is a 10-hour energy release supplement from slow-release energy supplement from Brickhouse Nutrition. And they say it came to us and said, hey, can you try Field of Greens? Because we think this will work really well because you guys talk a lot about nutrition and eating healthy and struggling with eating healthy. This is an opportunity for you to get a full day supply of vegetables in a very easy way. If you don't like vegetables, they're difficult, they're expensive, whatever it is. Your kids don't like vegetables. It comes in powdered form. It's not just the vitamins in it. 
you get the entire thing so you know it's really solid. Because some people are like, well, supplements, I don't know if they're as good or anything like this. This is the vegetables. You just mix them with water to kind of rehydrate them and you drink it down and you are good to go. It's very simple. Find them at BrickHouseDoc.com. It's called Field of Greens. So go to BrickHouseDoc.com and look for Field of Greens. Order it today and you'll be happy you did. All right. Didn't want to rush this story because it is so interesting. A 62-year-old man in India went to a doctor complaining of severe abdominal pain. Oh, that's scary. A scan revealed that he had a large steel cup located in his anus. Whoa. Like a, like a drinking cup. You How know, did that cup. get there? Doctors tried to remove it via his rectum. They worked for about an hour. Didn't didn't work so well, so eventually they they had to remove it surgically. Okay, that's better. The man explained what happened. Good, I have answers. I mean, I need answers because I, I want you to think. Okay, how would you get something stuck there? How would how you would tripped? that get there? You tripped. Million to one shot, doc. Tripped. I tripped. It's it's probably what it was. A dare. I mean, does anything come into mind? How did it get there? Is there anything logical? Well, he explained he was attacked and robbed. And the morning after he was attacked, he was in pain back there. And he waited 10 days and the pain got worse and worse. And then when he showed up, oh, there's a cup in my butt. What? So the people who attacked him and robbed him put it there, Chris. They he didn't notice. He, he he just he was a little bit of pain the next day. They, he didn't notice during the attack during and the, the attack, robbery. Yeah, See, he he didn't put it there himself for any no. type of sexual pleasure. No, no, no. That no. Did, did court. Come no. on, come on. He was attacked and they put it there. Okay, Chris then, Cruz. Um, how are you ruling on uh, this? Not true. He put it there. He, he absolutely put it there. <laughs> he put it there. It there was some kind of sexual that he wanted to play out, and it went wrong. At least he didn't need the job of life, you know. One Indian guy and a steel cup. I give him credit, though, right? I was attacked. Doc, I didn't want it there. No, it was the... Because you know the... the, the you know, the muggers. Yeah. It's common in the mugging community to also shove a cup in someone's butt. That's their signature. They do. Th- you know, uh, is that their move? That's, and, and, that's how it's distinguished me from every other mugger out all there. All criminals have their signatures. The burglars, that's their signature. The steel cup rang- ramming mugger. That's yes. what they call me. Yes. 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 You know what? He struck again. Literally. Struck again. Here it is. <laughs> oh, what is that? <laughs> I know what I know. Uh, if I'm this guy, yeah. or if I'm another guy in India who gets something stuck there, <laughs> I say the, I describe it the exact same way. It's only going to take three or four of them before. Before the police say, ho, ho. We've got somebody out there. We've got a serial metal cup inserter. <clears throat> right. So the first guy, no one's buying it. No. Nah. The third guy, oh, yeah, you're going to start, wow, there must this must be legit, especially mm-hmm. if it's a cup, mm-hmm. right? Fifth, tenth guy. Holy moly, this is a serial thing. Fiftieth, hundredth guy. No, now you're all just <laughs> playing with it on the story. <laughs> so for a couple of dozen people right in the middle there, you're yeah. going to be okay. The police now, is like, wow, we do have some serious going on. Serious going on. Okay, now they're just <laughs> got it. Okay, anyone getting it stuck? That's just you. what you do. Good on you. I want to go on record right now. If I ever end up in the ER with something inside me, I was attacked. <laughs> just so you know. 
You want to put it on the record? I want it on the record. You want it right. on the record. Okay. Right. So this way, when I explain it to you, because I, I would be saying, I know, guys, it sounds weird. You're thinking I was just doing something and you won't believe me and I wouldn't blame you. No. But now that I'm on the record saying if something happens in the future, I was attacked. Now, you'll know it's legit. Got it. Just covering my bases there. Got it. 24-year-old Telby Fields of Mount Olive, Kentucky, was in court for a scheduled court date for an earlier case in which she was charged with third-degree terroristic threatening. Whoa. While in court, while waiting for the judge to appear, while sitting in the courtroom right there at the Justice Center with Mm -hmm. lots of law enforcement around, Mm -hmm. Fields reportedly asked at least two other people waiting in the courtroom if they would be interested in purchasing meth from her. Hello. A security officer overheard, had a cop follow her out of the courthouse. She fled to the back parking lot, and he witnessed her jump into a a car way out behind the courthouse and lie down in the back seat of the car. There were two other people in the car. (laughs) When the cop approached, a man sitting in the front seat stepped out of the vehicle, tried to flee by doing a 15-foot swan dive into a nearby shallow creek. Wow. Bank. He did manage to elude the police that way for a few minutes until they simply went through the phone that he left behind and got his identity. Cops found in the car 35 grams of meth, (gasps) scales, hundreds of plastic bags. These people were charged with one count of trafficking as well as two counts of possessing paraphernalia. Wow. Selling meth in the courtroom while waiting Mm. for the judge. You're doing it. That's why they call it dope. (laughs) Do a 15-foot swan dive to flee cops, but leave your phone behind? That's why they call it dope. A 38-year-old woman was arrested for domestic violence after hitting her boyfriend several times with a pillow. Mm. Wait, a pillow? Yeah, yeah, pillow. The fluffy things? Yes, exactly. Okay. The argument began when the woman threw a cat on her boyfriend. Hello. While he sat on the couch. Then she struck him several times with a pillow. And then a couch cushion. Okay. At one point, she even pushed him onto the couch. This is just play. No, he called domestic violence. How is that domestic violence? Taking her down. Domestic violence. Here's my speculation. I don't know. The entire incident was recorded on security footage that he gave to the cops. (laughs) That's awesome. She was charged with domestic violence and battery. Wow. There's there has to be a backstory. There has to be. He was yes. getting even with her for something. Yes. Like he yes. truly slapped her around like yes. three weeks before and she yep. called the cops and he just like yep. secure this installed the security footage. And then she was playing around and yep. he was like, Oh, oh she hit me. It, it doesn't matter. It hurts. Oh it my hurts. eye. My eye. But it didn't hit you in the eye. It doesn't matter. My eye. I didn't hit you that there. That pillow. It's so fluffy. Stop it. Right. See, so, so all those pillow fights me and you had, can I? Yes, those are, but not the tickle fights. The tickle fights you're allowed to. That's not because you could see me on record enjoying it. Yeah, you know, but the pillow fights, no. That's, Did you that's crossing me? the line. You well, you hit me unexpected. Ow, my eye! You hit me unexpected. Uh, whoa, that's what's called pillow and then fight. Some of that little dust got in my eye. So the feathers. Yeah, the feather. And <laughs> it, the pa- wait, wait, wait a minute. Boom. Time out. Tell us what you've again. learned today with the hashtag. What I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.
Lots of uh, lots of tweets coming in. People learning stuff. This is awesome. This is what we like to see. I mean, with our 500 less followers today, <laughs> it's always good. Can we have a moment of silence for them? Well, I just got into that. Just gotten over the 40,000. I know. Threshold. I was looking at it too. I was like, man, we're you're so close. You're so close. You like we crossed. I'm like, yes, 40,000. Then I was like. 40,002, 40,004, up, we're one under 40,000, up 40,003, six, hour. And then I was like, I look, I'm like, where'd I lose 500? <laughs> it was just over 500. So anyways, Obama lost a whole bunch too, so I was fine. At first I thought they were targeting conservatives. I was like, okay. Anyways, get your tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. No illegals on the Hawaiian border saying there's a low probability that Chris Cruz and Doc Thompson had a pillow fight. But it will be a huge impact of their relationship if they did, especially if they filmed it. So you have to consider it, right? We learned that. Just leave me alone. Note to would-be fugitives, that cell phone you left behind is a snitch. (laughs) Yep. It's called evidence. (laughs) Bruce Not Bruce is saying, so he was abused by his wife on the couch with a pillow and her kitty. Hashtag me too. Yeah, I'm trying to think um, if most guys would consider that abuse. Nah, not me. Uh, the big gulp muggers have struck again. <laughs> big gulp. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Officer, she hit me with a pillow. It's a picture of me in the nurse outfit. <laughs> now, if I'm coming with you in a pillow, yes, you better call that assault because I'm not hitting you just because. Um, I just, I hope, Chris Cruz, I hope. You are so successful in your career. I know. That I know you, you reach the highest levels yes. of whatever it is you do. Yes. I mean, whether you, if you stay in broadcasting and they're like, this is the greatest broadcaster in the history of the world. I'm about to go world. to the Radio Hall of Fame. You're about to be the chief exhibit at the Radio Hall of Fame. You are the greatest <laughs> broadcaster in the history of the world. And when they induct you... And they, they show the little slideshow <laughs> highlights in your career. <clears throat> the nurse's outfit's out there. Uh, Maybe you come president, whatever it is. Oh, that'd be legit. This will be your bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> Reagan's monkey movie. They mock you up. We all have them. The wilderness child saying, uh, what I learned today, that brings a whole new meaning to mugger. What does? The cup. <clears throat> oh, he's a mugger. Oh, my God. Oh, that is. <laughs> That's a good one. Right? He mugged him. Yep. yep. And then he mugged him. Yep. And he mugged him again. <laughs> There's so many lines that I just yes. thought of that I can't say. Ooh. Uh, the C42 tweeting out what I learned today. It's another job by the butt cup burglar. Butt cup burglar. We got a mugger here, folks. <laughs> he mugged me. You mean he robbed you? Well, okay. Yeah. You told me about a story, a story about a gerbil and some orifices. Didn't you tell me that? Yeah, Richard Gere is okay. the, that's the urban legend. Okay. The pickle squirrel saying the hamster up his butt was thirsty. Maybe that's what it was. He needed a drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's so good. Uh, Gary Sinise, someone said. Mm. Oh, wait a minute. Garrett might be Gary Sinise. <gasps> Maybe it's Garrett. Gary. Mm, Gary looks a little more manly. He, this guy <laughs> looks a little femmy. But whoever it is, whoever Strock looks like, in my mind, they have the same haircut. <laughs> the same little buzz cut right like that that's short and he's kind of looking down so maybe it is Sinise mm. in uh, Forrest Gump okay <clears throat> Rocky with an eye saying muggers got their name because they put mugs in their victims behind doc educate yourself that's really I can't believe I didn't get that that's awesome yeah 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 you sure it wasn't a cupper <laughs> a glasser <laughs> I don't get this joke because a lot of people have seen this joke, and I've seen it like four times now. It says, wreck them, damn near kill them. You know the joke? No. There's many versions of it, okay. but I'll give you one. It's, it's an old, old joke. Okay. So little kid gets to school, and the teacher's like, hey, where's Steve? He's not in school. And he goes, oh, he's not going to be here today. Mm-hmm. He goes, on the way to school today, he, uh, he jumped over a fence. And his ass caught on the fence. Mm-hmm. And she goes, wrecked him. And he said, wrecked him? Hell, damn near killed him. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. But there's, there's a hundred <laughs> versions of that. Some of them even more graphic. He said something about his butt and wrecked him. No, damn near killed him. So you could do. So same thing with the mug. You say, I damn near killed him. Yeah, I kept seeing that. I'm like, okay, he didn't say wrecked him at all. So what are we, what is going on in here? Yeah. There's many verse, but dad joke. RidUZone is waiting for you at RidUZone.com. RidUZone is going to help you change your life for the better. This is one of those products that you have been waiting for. I hear people always talking about these different diets. I have tried some of them. Some of them are effective. Mm. Some of them, like when I've done Whole30, aren't just a diet. They're helping you also figure out uh, what triggers your body, what's bad for you, what, what is worse for you than other people. And those things are fine. But ultimately... It's pretty simple. You have to move a little bit more. But even more than that, you have to shave off some of the things you are consuming now and eat other things in their stead. You've got to not consume as many calories. Some of that can be taken care of by just eating different things. And the thing you need to do is eat more vegetables. Yeah. That's it. I was talking to Sarah Gonzalez. She's on the, what is it, the Kiwi? <clears throat> what is K-way, it? Kiwi, diet, whatever Keto? it is. Yeah, okay, that's the one. Okay. The Cato diet? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. She's yeah, she's on that. Kiwi. And somebody else is talking about that and I and I'm like, that stuff's fine, but one of the things the problems is we eat too much protein now yeah. because people have been cutting carbs for the last twenty years. Stop. Eat more vegetables, change your life. The problem is it's difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. Riduzone is there to help you. Riduzone is going to help you make that major lifestyle change because they're going to shave the edge off of it. The That tension where you're just, I don't know, maybe other people don't go through that. I mean, I have this stuff where I want to eat, but there are literally times where I'm like, if I don't get something to eat right now, I'm going to, give me, give me, give me. It's like, have you ever had severe pain last a long time, yeah. like a toothache where it starts making you mad, where you're like, I'm just going to like this. Yeah. I, I get that way about food sometimes when I'm dieting. Riduzone's going to help. It makes you feel fuller and it boosts your metabolism so you burn more. It's based on brand new tech. You can learn all about it at Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. That's Riduzone.com. Go there and try it today. I saw uh, Sashi again yesterday. I saw him two days in a row. 
See, <clears throat> did you did he bring me things? He did not bring you any, Ridgey Zone. Well, he did course. bring Brad Stagg some. Okay. So, okay. so on the day before, and he didn't bring you some, and he didn't bring you any yesterday. But okay. he did bring Brad Stagg some yesterday. Okay. com. Go there and try it today. We got our guest? Yes. Greg Warner, CEO and founder of Market Smart, is joining us. He's also the author of Engagement Fundraising. Hey. Oh, oh we lost him. We lost him. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Oh, and we'll do that again. <laughs> Greg Warner, CEO and founder of Market Smart and author of Engagement Fundraising. Hey, Greg, how are you? Hey there, buddy. How are you doing? Hi. I'm doing great. Thanks is, for having me. What is the concept of engagement fundraising? Well, it's really, you know, in marketing, there's a lot of talk about inbound marketing, which is um, basically getting the customer to come to you mm-hmm. rather than you interrupting and bothering them. So uh, that doesn't actually really work that well in fundraising, yet you probably notice that fundraisers uh, interrupt you on the street, uh, maybe telemarket you, send you junk mail, spam, right? So engagement fundraising is about helping donors make the decision to give rather than interrupting them and annoying them. How do you do that? What are, give me some of the ways you could do that. Well, first you, and foremost, you provide value to the donor. So this is very counterintuitive to most fundraisers because they're told, in fact, there's an old orthodoxy that the number one reason why people don't give is because they were not asked. And that's, it's just made up. It's not true. The, the, the reason people give is because it makes them feel good. It gives them a warm glow. It makes them happy. It, it helps uh, them fulfill religious edicts and so on. There's so many reasons. Gain notoriety. So the trick is actually to provide value to people so that they solicit themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So the value could be any of those things you just said. It could be I have to fill uh, religious uh, edicts. I have to. I want to feel good. Any of those. Would the value? Could the value also be other things? Could it be some more um, selfish values in conjunction? So hey, I get a tax break, yeah. or uh, I got to go to a party as part of it too, or I got to meet somebody. Could it be those things too? It is all of those. And here's the thing is people, people have also been led to believe that, that donating and giving is all uh, about altruism. It's and not. there's no such thing. There is no such thing as pure altruism. Because when we give, you, chemicals uh, go off. It, you know, it start, things happen in your body that make you feel good. And whether you know it or not, uh, you get addicted to that, and then you want to give again and again. So it becomes selfish, although it's not completely uh, realized mm-hmm. selfishness, but all giving is selfish. Unless someone's stealing from you, then you're a true altruist. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. There are different levels of selfishness. There are um, very simple ones. You're right. We do get um, something. Even if we give anonymously, we still know. And like you said, you get the dopamine or whatever it is that makes you feel kind of good about it. Then there is the uh, the benefit you give if you don't give anonymously and you get to say, uh, Greg, you know, I donated $10,000 to the Save the Squirrels Fund. You know what I mean? I get to, I get to puff myself up that way. 
Exactly. Everybody feels good when they give. My problem with the sector and why I developed engagement fundraising is because the sector is not delivering enough value to their potential supporters. So people are not giving it. There fewer people in America are giving now than they were last year and the year prior. The number of people who are donating keeps going down. Now, the, the dollar amount, the total dollar amount that's given to charity is going up. In fact, last year was a huge jump of 5%, which is terrific, but that's because uh, the wealthier are giving more. It's more concentrated giving. Well, I wanted to have you on to talk about all of this so people can educate themselves from either side so they know about giving if they want to donate or if they're trying to fundraise for something, as a lot of people are. But I also want to talk about the idea of the future and what this means for the future, because I think you're you're broaching on one uh, something that many years down the road will become more standard, and that is a society where we... We blur the lines even more between our normal activities and things we buy and entertainment with donating and giving. A lot of times, I mean, people will go to, you know, uh, it's the such and such night out to raise money for whatever the charity is. So you get some sort of, you know, night out or entertainment. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. Yeah, well, uh, you will see a lot more of that, but I also think that you're going to see a lot more pinnacle or uh, what, what else. It, the rich are going to make massive contributions to society, not necessarily here in our country. I mean, Bill Gates, his big thing is to, uh, to basically eliminate malaria, you know, and we don't have that here. Right, right. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, I think you'll see a lot more combining of that. Uh, I, I think, I, look, I'm known as the disruptor, disruptor in the sector, and I, I break a lot of stuff because I, I fell into this because I'm really a ticked-off donor who, <laughs> who, who got mad at people shaming me at, at, a, at golf outings and, you know, um, pressuring me. And, you know, at the dinner table, we get calls from, from the university and so on. I just think it's it's wrong and it's got to change. And uh, the, the the private sector is pretty darn smart. Uh, and and there, look, how, think of how fast it, you can buy something on Amazon right. compared to how long it takes you to donate. Mm. It, it, mm-hmm. There's too much friction involved. Not to mention the bad vibes. So if like what it, happens? Yeah, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. And if, so if we're seeing a shift where we're seeing fewer donors, but uh, bigger contributions. So in the future, will those big major donors, if this trend continues, will their goal to be uh, be to get to that point where they can raise it, so they can raise that amount, so they can influence the world in a different way? Well, there is a lot of uh, concern uh, about that. One of the most notable is uh, probably uh, probably not one of the most uh, uh, Robert Reich, who I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. uh, 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 wrote an article, or I guess maybe he was interviewed in the Atlantic magazine talking about that. Now I don't agree with this, but his concern is that um, the, the wealthy who are contributing mostly to their own foundations first are um, are deciding where they want the money to go and and to me that's that's right it's their money uh, right. but 
but the concern is that if the rich keep getting richer and, and it's so concentrated, then how do they really know where, uh, w- what areas need um, uh, fixing, if you will? And, and uh, there's a, a concept in, in the sector uh, that there needs to be more democratization. Look, I'm not a po- political guy, so this is not my area. All yeah. I want is to help more donors feel good so they give more money. This is probably, I can give you the information and tell you what's going on in the sector, but I don't, uh, I, I can't. I can't promise you I have an opinion about it. It's above my pay, really above my pay grade. Yeah, it's just really fascinating, though. Fascinating. Okay, the book is uh, Engagement Fundraising, and where can people find out about it and about Market Smart? Okay, so it's available, well, on September 18th, but you can pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can go to engagementfundraisingbook.com. And uh, to learn more about my company, it's at i the letter I, marketsmart.com. And what we'll do is we'll tweet out links to that stuff, uh, Greg. Appreciate you joining us, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. Do you understand? And you don't have to even engage in the... You don't even have to engage in the political side of this. That's not the point. Uh, wrong or right doesn't matter because, you know, I believe people can do what they want with their money. But think about that change in the future, mm-hmm. what he just said. Yeah. More, pe- more is being given by mm-hmm. fewer people. Yep. So if we continue that and play it to an extreme. Okay. Where you get to a very small group of people are giving even more to charities than there is given now. Okay. Let's take it all the way to you only get to a dozen people worldwide, which is an extreme. Okay. That means those dozen people will decide mm. what charities are worth giving to. Yep. <clears throat> Again, that's extreme. Probably would never get to a dozen. Maybe it's hundreds. Maybe it's thousands opposed to hundreds or millions of hundreds, of thousands or millions of people now. But you could understand the concern. Those people would have a lot of power. What would be your motivation then to get to that point? Okay, you're raising money, you're raising money because you want to be rich. Well, there's a lot of people that are rich that become philanthropists. So why would you get there? Think of the impact you would have in the world. If you're somebody who says, because of what I've raised and my ties, and I'm one of the dozen people in the world that control hundreds of billions of dollars, maybe trillions at that point. Chris, you would have trillions of dollars figuring out where that should be doled out. And you would have theoretically people that work for you and you would say, now malaria is a problem. We're going for for $500 billion to malaria. Or I'm going to give 100% of it to save the puppy dogs. Mm -hmm. Look at all the, in the arms of an angel, right? (laughs) The crying puppies chained out. Whatever it is, you would get to decide. That is immense power coming down the road that we have never seen. Yeah. Again, just one of those possibilities for the future, something we could never imagine. Good morning, Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh. What a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network.
collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I've got a story. I got to get your take on this. This is this is interesting. You want to take my take? You want to take my take on, or you want to trigger me? Which one is it? Because with you, it goes both ways. I want to get your take on oh, this. Oh, you're going to trigger me so hard. No, I don't think this oh, okay, will. Okay. Oakland Raiders have a cornerback uh, by the name of, uh, I think it's Garen Conley. Okay. He was a star player at Ohio State University and was investigated for allegations of rape by a woman. Okay. He's only been in the league, I think, two years. Okay. Maybe a year, but two years. Um, by a woman who told cops that he sexually assaulted her in a Cleveland hotel room a few weeks before the draft in 2017. Oh, the one that just happened. Yeah, got it. That was a year ago. Yeah, a full year ago, so he's been in a year. The case went before a grand jury. Okay. They decided not to indict him. Because there was... They didn't have the information. Okay, so... Enough evidence. Now, could he have sexually assaulted her? Yes. Yeah, of course. Is there any proof? Not enough for a grand jury Not enough for a grand jury, and that should be it. And done. Yes. So, therefore, he is innocent. Yes. He's not been proven guilty, hasn't even been indicted. Nope. Okay, done. So, again, he is in innocent, he is innocent even if you think he likely did it. Okay. He says the allegations caused him to drop significantly in the draft. He didn't get drafted as high as he should have. But he did get drafted. He did. Okay. But nowhere near what he should have. Okay. He's suing her. Good. He Good. says she Good. damaged his reputation, yep. hurt his stock in the draft, cost him multiple endorsement deals, including a contract with Nike that he was working oh. on. He says she aggressively aggressively tried to have sex with him during that night. He turned her down and she got embarrassed and then blew the whistle and called the cops and told him. Now, mm. did she pursue him? Is, is he telling the truth? I don't know. I don't know. Did he rape her? I don't know. We don't know any of that. He could be absolutely lying. She could be absolutely lying or somewhere in the middle. We don't know. We don't know. But because we don't know, no crime was committed. And he should Period. Not- yep. And so she tried him in the court of public opinion, whether he did it or not. Good for him. Yes. And shame on her. Yes. At this point, until you can prove that, that's how it is. Yes. And it is time more and more people stand up. I don't care if you're male or female. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it has to do with sex or allegations mm-hmm. that you just used a racial slur or whatever it is. I am tired of this nonsense of people punishing people, uh, getting them fired, their careers ruined, whatever it is, where they become a social pariah because of an allegation. It's bad enough that we try people in the court of public opinion when they've actually done something like Papa John. Yeah. That's bad enough. Yes. Yes, you are responsible for your actions. Yes, you are. And there are going to be consequences, and we have to know that. And accept Got it. them. Yep. But we have a court system for a reason. I'm not trying to let people off of the consequences. We know some of the consequences. Got it. But we have a legal system to impose punishments and consequences for your actions. This is the concept of jailhouse justice. Mm -hmm. He's going to jail and he's going to be with Bubba because of what he does. And I hope they rape him. Yep. What are you talking? Would you ever sanction that as an official court punishment? No. If you would, then you're barbaric and you've lost your mind and you need help. Sorry, no. There should agree. not be. There should not be. Uh, what did I say jail, jailhouse yeah. justice. Yeah. There, there shouldn't be. 
There should be justice. And you have a criminal justice system, a jury of your peers. There's a whole process. You get indicted. You get tried. The whole thing. And then if convicted, you get punished. Yep. Good for him for suing her. Now, she can prove this. And he goes to court. He is convicted. Okay. Then, sorry, this shouldn't be that way. Yep. You did it, and now it's proven, whatever. Yep. But as of now, it is just an allegation, and And good for him. By the way, what he's claiming is not an allegation. No. Not about the sex, whether or not it happened. The allegation, did she put him in the media, and did he get hurt in the draft and did not get as much money? That did happen. Yes, it did. Sorry, if I'm on the jury, she's in trouble. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. sense and comedy this is the morning blaze with doc thompson uh, a friend of mine asked me last night they're like okay what's going on with this earth water thing what, what is this about really is this Do legit? We need to explain this again no i'm, I'm serious this honestly happened he goes you know i've considered doing that i just can you tell me about it i was like i i go what do you know about it <laughs> and he explained the whole thing back to me and i go there you go and i go what do you that's exactly it I think what it is, is it, it almost sounds too good to be true. And it scares people. Well, it scares you because you know the history of direct-to-market yep. models and all the stuff there. People think that's a scam or something like that. It's not. It's very effective. It works, and it can be successful. The hang-ups in the past for stuff like that were, um, well... You got to go ahead and hold these parties and show people and the demonst- Tupperware parties demonstrations. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then your friends don't want to be targeted where you're like, hey, you want to come over for a party Tuesday? Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. Just no, don't bring anything. Just come over. Oh, crap. Are you you're selling me stuff? You know, you feel sucker punched yep. that way. Yep. And then you're like, hey, I'm making lots of money, but <laughs> I got to go and deliver all this stuff now. Wah, In the wah, past, wah. you were the salesman. You were HR. You were the delivery person. You were all this stuff. With Earthwater, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's more akin to one of these apps you have now. We're like, Cal used to go through the apps and it'd be like, put this on your phone. And then every time you, you check out, just scan your receipt in your phone. And guess what? They send you money at the end of the month. It's like that. It's something so simple. All you're doing is sharing with people the code, your code your to ID. Earthwater, mm-hmm. your ID. And if they buy via your code, proving that you shared the information, you're done. You you get you get a cut of the money. That's it. That's really what it boils down to. So why wouldn't you casually at times throw it on social media? Mm-hmm. Go here and buy Earthwater. Mm-hmm. You're at a party. You know, you know there's people who are very health conscious, a cousin, a family member, and you know they're very concerned about this stuff. And you're like, guys, have you tried the Earthwater? Rehydrate with Earthwater. It's the best Earthwater. It's the best water out there. It's water. Tastes like water. Doesn't look like water, but it's just water. But it has those trace minerals of them, 70 of them in it that your body has to have. Uber healthy. Yeah, and it, or do what uh, CJ said. If you're doing a fundraiser, what a better way. It's great. To, just for a fundraiser. You know, the Krispy Kreme donuts for fundraiser. Really? 
Mm-hmm. What about water for fundraising? I never thought of that until he said it. That was a great, that great plan. That was really cool. Yep. It's really simple, too. You get a 40% weekly commission. That's what they pay you, a 40% weekly commission. It works great. All you have to do, learn all about it, all the free shipping through Amazon. that You don't have to handle any of that. Just go to Team Earthwater. Uh, go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. I actually had it right, and I read it wrong on here. <laughs> In my mind, I was about ready to say it. It's theblaze.teamearthwater.com and sign up. <clears throat> theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Uh, Doc's Tiny Sock saying, how much must we donate to improve the Blaze phone system? Is there a problem with the phone system? I don't think it was. Did you hear anything problem with the phone system? You were the one doing the interview. Did you hear anything wrong? No, nothing, nothing really bad. No. Might have been a little scratchy or something. Yeah. Huh. We've had ones at times that were really bad. <laughs> and those, I know, I'm like, here it comes. Uh, yep, here comes the here tweets. Here comes the tweets. And here I, comes the tweets. I wonder if the audience knows that when yes. those things happen that I know. Do you think they know they that know. I know? Yeah, they know. That I'm just sitting there going, oh, yeah. this is killing me. This is killing me. Yep. Because often when you're saying that, we're thinking it too. Sometimes even if we can't say stuff, we're thinking it too. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jacko Angry Beaver saying what I learned today. I'm glad he's suing that girl. Courts take the woman's side all the time. I agree with that. I agree with it. And it's uh, coming from a female. When you say all the time, in modern times, yes. And the reason they do is because for so long, they always took the guy's word. And women got kind of the shaft, mm-hmm. right? So um, <laughs> we just went to the other extreme now. I don't want him to take anybody's side. It's time to level the playing field. But you have to know that you can't just claim this stuff. There's got to be a punishment. In fact, most people would say, Doc, there's consequences for actions. He's got to know if he does. Okay, you're right. There's also consequences (laughs) if you, or should be, if you falsely claim something or something you can't prove. Right? I mean, come on. Yeah. This guy doesn't deserve that. If he is a rapist... Okay, maybe he deserves it, but you've got to prove it. And I'm sorry if you can't prove it. You know what? There's lots of people that are raped that aren't able to prove it. I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. That's horrible. But you shouldn't be able to make an allegation without proving it. What would Think of all the people that would claim stuff that isn't true then. And if you are somebody <clears throat> that is telling a lie about somebody <laughs> to that level... <laughs> You got, you got to be punished severely. Agreed. You call somebody a rapist, a pedophile. If you claim that they hashtag me to you, can I use that as a verb? <laughs> yes, you can. Now, well, now you can. They it times is. up you. They times up you, yes. That sounds really graphic. Yes, it does. If, if you claim those things, knowing the destructive nature of the character on one hand matters more than anything today, yet it doesn't matter at all. That's the weird thing. The, the public persona, it's not actual character, what you do. It's, it's the, the faux facade that you have. The, you know, you say character is what you do when no one's watching. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we don't care about that. Mm-hmm. What you do while no one's watching. We don't care. We care the image of what you do. Yep. You could be behind the scenes, MFing, dropping the N-word, hashtag me too and people, raping, doing whatever you want. No one knows, whatever. As long as in public you go, that's terrible. Don't do those things. Yep. Yep. Perfect example. I have a friend back in Florida because I used to teach him in university. He got accused of sexual 
uh, inappropriateness, whatever. He had to quit. Even though it did not happen, he had to quit. Have you ever had somebody accuse you of something? Most people probably have at some point, even if it was something small, mm-hmm. when you're like, I absolutely didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Not even a he said, he said, she said, he said, mm-hmm. or just a, a misinterpretation. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant this. Where they're like, you did this. Mm-hmm. It is so troubling when you know, you're like, I didn't, and there's nothing I can say. And as I'm no. saying this, I know you think I'm just saying that. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's maddening. Yep. Maddening. Yep. The C42 saying, if you're addicted to giving, please, please contact the C42 for treatment. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> A new survey shows the issues that are most important to American voters in the midterm elections. I hate when you turn your computer. Because you were going to look and see what it was. No. No, because you're going to ask me, and they're going to look stupid or something. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I didn't okay. want that. I just didn't want you. I, I, I wanted... I want to hear what you think okay, got the it. issues that matter most are, and I didn't want you to glance over and okay. accidentally see it. Go for it. <clears throat> what was the question again? New survey shows, heading down to the midterms, coming up okay. this midterm election, the issues that are most important to American voters. Economy. Economy is one of the top ones, not number one. Really? I would have said that as Security. well. Security is not one of the top three. What? <clears throat> um, health. Healthcare. Healthcare is number three. But not number one. Jobs. Jobs is not. I'm looking for number one. You're looking for number one. Those are Chris. Those are all amazing guesses. Taxes. Taxes. Not number. Not number one. Not one of the top three. You've missed one other big one that I would have also said at this point. Okay. That is not it. I would have said guns and or crime. Oh, okay. Okay. Not one of the top four, three, four. Freedom of religion. Nope. Uh, I got nothing. What is the one of the biggest issue the last couple of weeks? Abortion. No, keep going. Uh, the biggest issue we talked about it. Yeah. Nothing else for a week. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm going blank. Not not uh, NATO and that. What was the okay. big story right before Scotus? NATO? No, oh, not for, right before Scotus. Right before right Scotus. before Scotus. What was it? What was that evil Trump doing? Uh, I don't know. What he was he was, doing? He was so insensitive. The way he was tearing families apart. Oh, immigration. Immigration is number one. Now, this is fascinating. New survey shows immigration is number one. The economy is number two and healthcare. And depending upon the demographic breakdowns, those can flip a little bit. But immigration is number one. Here's why this is fascinating. Okay. Immigration should not be top five. Immigration would not be even top five, let alone number one, if it wasn't for a couple of things. The first thing being President Trump making immigration an issue when he first announced his candidacy for president. Do you remember his little Trump Tower speechifying and we'll do this and people come here, the rapists, the murderers? Remember the whole thing that triggered them, even yeah. though he didn't say all immigrants no. or all illegals are rapists and murderers, but yeah. they globbed onto that. That's like the first thing he said. <clears throat> that was the first triggering thing he said yes. as a candidate yes. as he announced his candidacy. Yep. Yep. Now, he didn't say those and it triggered people. And everybody said the immigration debate was dead at that point. <clears throat> we learned it was not. Everybody said, I mean, the pundits, a lot of the pundits said the immigration issue is not an issue in the 2016 election. And it was. It was a significant one, right? I don't know if Donald Trump calculated that when he gave that speech. I don't know if he wrote the speech and said immigration is a big issue. Let me mention it. 
if he wrote the speech at all, if it was pre-written by him or anybody else off the cuff, I don't know. I just know that he mentioned it and it took off and then they continued as a theme and it became an issue. And it has continued to be an issue because since 1986, our last big immigration effort that got done in D.C. that ended up being partially a significant failure because of the amnesty program part of it. Since then, the Republicans, when they have had the ability because they've had the both houses of Congress and the White House have not done anything, nor did the Democrats, even though they supposedly care so much about immigrants and it has not happened. We have been bogged down in a bunch of pond, uh, posturing and misinformation and disinformation and positioning and parties and identity politics and paying people off and George Soros manipulating things. It has been a cesspool when it comes to immigration and the fixes are quite simple. We have laid them out many times. Yep. One two and three border security first legal immigration second then deal with the illegals that are here and separate those issues into a non-comprehensive immigration policy exactly and that's one of the things that i don't understand why can't we look at these separately right why do we have to just bombard because, everything because the democrats want it that way because they won't get those illegals amnesty if they separate it okay. because ultimately i'll go through the rest i'll bend i'll give but those that final hey these illegals that are here yeah and that's go. the one that's the one that you always talk about like that's the final gonna, step what's going to happen it. to the people that are already here and that's the only issue here yes you, you mean tell me they couldn't have worked out some of these other courses yes. they could have it's done yes. they're not issues no one's yes. out there saying the legal immigration system is perfect no one's saying that they could have worked it out not saying they would have come up with some amazing fix, but they could have tweaked it and made it likely would have been able to tweak it and made it better. So here we are knowing all of that and what has happened just in the past couple of months. Yeah. Not only have the Republicans made this an issue, the Democrats have made this an issue. Yep. Even when Trump, what have we said? Even when Trump said, okay, we're not going to separate people anymore and we're reuniting families. You're so se stop separating. Yeah. We're, we've stopped separating people and reuniting families. You're separate. We stopped it. They kept saying that. Then they kept saying, you're incarcerating them together. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what they've always done. What Should we not? What do you? You're not reuniting them fast enough. What? Because this is an issue for them as well. Mm -hmm. They have learned. And now an issue that is not the chief priority in America has become the number one issue because of marketing from the Democrat and Republican parties. Mm. That's all it is. Mm. They're both trying to make hay. Immigration wow. is 90% an easy fix, as we've said. All of the things that touch it that they always say, comprehensive immigration reform, secure the border, fix the legal immigration system, go ahead and grant some sort of pathway to citizenship to those kids who did not commit a crime because their parents brought them here. Fix all of that stuff. Now deal with the illegal. You can do that's like 90% of it. And even those illegals that are here, there are some things we could do like self-deportation and all of this stuff. Crack down on businesses. Great. That's like 75, 90% of it. And they haven't done it. Only those illegals are the, the significant part. That's not a number one priority in America. It's not. The priorities in America, as I see them today, and not in any particular order. Security. Yeah. National security. That does go a little to border. National security, but North Korea, mm. China. Russia, 
So security is always a chief concern. If it's not a chief concern of yours, it's, it's not always there, then you don't understand how fragile the world is. We are, and when what a target we, we are. are. That, that's right. a, you don't understand how fragile we are right. and how much we are hated. The economy, always an issue because if we don't have a strong economy, the rest goes away. Look at the people who've won wars in, throughout history. They usually had money. Yeah. They were the ones that had money. Those Romans. More often than not, they had the money to do so. And America's strong economy is what makes our freedom possible. Freedom and democracy, they go hand in hand. Those two are huge. And then our civil unrest. I don't mean specific examples of Antifa was out there clubbing people. That's one of many things. Our divide that has led to the civil unrest. The fact that we can't communicate. I think those are chief priorities. Now, I'm not saying D.C. can actually do anything specifically about that. You know, um, they could stop dividing us, sure, but I'm not sure there's a piece of legislation. Off the top of my head, those are probably the the three biggest things. So security, economy, and communication? Well, I don't want to say communication, but uh, somehow we've got to become united and stop becoming divided. Those are the big, th- three biggest issues okay. out there right now. And there are many things that follow under, fall under each one of those. Yeah, because, yeah. But yeah. there's another issue here. The fact that the economy is not number one, which you've heard the adage, it's the economy, stupid. <clears throat> Everything else can be wrong. If the economy's bad, it's the economy. They vote on economy. Because I don't have the money, the job to take care of my family. That's an issue, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of, of marauders coming across the border and, you know, and we're being invaded, not by illegals, but by armies. It's the economy, stupid. That's what it is. Why is that not? Well, number one, they've ginned up immigration. But number two, the economy's doing well. That's another subtle indicator that the Democrats would deny the economy's doing pretty well. Better than it has been in quite a while. Yep. People feel more confident. The tax mm-hmm. breaks work. I think that's what it is. People feel more confident. <clears throat> 81% of Republicans approve of Trump's handling on immigration. 81%. Wow. 84% of Democrats disapprove. Of course. Of course. Here's the thing. I don't approve of Trump's handling of immigration. But. I don't disapprove. He just hasn't done enough. I'm not saying he screwed this thing up. I'm just saying the the Republicans, Democrats too, have not done what they had to do. He's not mishandling it. He's just not doing everything he needs to do. So a little bit of a misnomer. By the way, House Republicans are going to um, bring an abolish ICE bill up for a vote. Did you see that? I think it's today. Isn't it today? Yeah, I don't think they're introducing it. It's been introduced by... a Democrat from Wisconsin, Mark Pokin, uh, a Democrat, Perilma, I can't pronounce it, from Washington, <laughs> and a Democrat from New York. So they are bringing it up for a vote. Uh, it's not going to pass. Is, it's not going to, but, but at least I like the fact that they're not playing the politics and saying, you. fine, we'll put it up for a vote. Fine, get on record, ICE, yes. or, or uh, Republicans. Do you want to yep. abolish ICE, Democrats? Get on the record. Yep. I'm fine with that. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot to tell you about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile's waiting for your call at uh, 800-APATRIOT. Yes. Call today, or you can go online, patriotmobile.com slash doc. Do it because they're waiting to tell you and share with you their great deal. Yep. They got that Motorola E4 or E4 Plus just for $4 a month. 
Come on, you say 40% on a water assisting phone? Four bucks a month and $1,500 on each account to transfer. Yep, and we met with them yesterday, and they are so excited for August. Yeah, this is big. This is going to be good. So please, <laughs> sign up today. It's 800-APATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash doc. patriotmobile.com slash doc. Please don't forget, sign up today. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before he goes, always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned it's only a crime if you drink while driving. Yes, not between stop signs. We learned pro criminal tip number 1613. Don't ask a cop to investigate something that will incriminate you. We learned mugging in India just got much, much worse. Oh, you do not want to be mugged. Selling meth in a courtroom while waiting for a judge? Is that wrong? That's why they call it dope. (laughs) Doing a 15-foot swan dive to flee from cops while leaving your phone behind? That's why they call it dope. (laughs) Finally, we learned that Doc Thompson's bulletproof charms and magic elixir will be available soon. Where? Uh, DocThompson.com. Okay. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? Well, I'm partnering up with APR Coffee to make a bulletproof coffee. Oh, wow. That's going to be good. That's going to be And I found a loophole. I found a loophole. I could be drinking and not driving and not getting in trouble. Yes, that's exactly right. That's yep. Remember how yeah, that works. Yeah, I got it, but I think I could get it. Okay, sounds good. And sadly, mm-hmm. I learned that I'm getting married and Superman can't even get a date. That's sad for uh, for him. For not him, for not you. for me. Not no, for I'm, that's I'm excited for, for that. Exactly. Yes. All right, uh, Neil, spinning the dials, radio style, Dallas, Texas, morning, Mercury Studios. What, if anything, did you learn today? Uh, this is a morning I learned that I am the Charles Barkley of the broadcast. I'm terrible, 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 terrible. terrible. <laughs> Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did the listeners learn today? Neil, before Zach saying, after working out, you need a banana inside you. That feeds your muscles. It really does. Yep. And I think that's Neil before Zach. Is it? <laughs> I want you to kneel before Zock. Joseph Sleeve said, uh, uh, (laughs) Jedi Master Martin, so the pet insurance people are playing phone tag with you and I? Yes. Are they? I think they are. Okay. Darky Farkin tweeted now, Superman is afraid to date because of me too. Iron Man embellishes it with zero consequences. (laughs) Exactly right. There's the difference. (laughs) No wonder the DC universe sucks. Right? DC of Super- Superman Damn. is like, I'm just afraid. Meanwhile, Iron Man's like, hey, get I just over grab here. her by the hoo-ha. Hey, if you watch the movie, you understand. He actually did mm-hmm. that. Mary, yeah. <laughs> Mary L. Smith saying super what? What, man? What? 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 That man, that's the part that's throwing you off, isn't what it? What man? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the C42 saying this product is not intended to diagnose, prevent, or cure any bullet wounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There'll be the wacky warning yep. label contest yep, next year. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my gosh. Here we are at the end of the day on Friday, and I didn't get to the update on those new numbers on procrastination. Oh, really? Uh, I can do it Monday, though. Do, yeah. What else do we have coming up next week? What's Monday, coming up on Monday? Monday, we got uh, Obamacare talk. We're talking to one of the guys that actually Well, did... thank God it's topical. Why does not... Obamacare mean? was like years ago. I, don't know, I know, but really this guy issue. is like one of the guys that was part of the Obamacare buildup. Good. That's good. It's topical. Good, good. What is Glenn have coming up? He's talking to Stephen Crowder and Bill O'Reilly. You know I'm done. What is Glenn wearing today? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Wow, triggered. Hashtag triggered. Did you just sit in my 
topic is not topical. I said, no, I did not say it's not. I said, thank God it's topical. With that little sarcasm, if you we meant- see quarter records, you know what? Let's just move on. If we read it back, it would say, okay. Remember the morning, Blake. We ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Remember the morning blazes today. A Chris. No, I didn't do that part. Where yeah. am I? I'm not there yet. Is that right? Did yes, I get there? Yes. You're the, you're you're right. Am I there? Remember yes. The, okay. Remember the morning blazes today. A Chris Cruz production. Six separate Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Where Wherever are you, you are. are. Anya, now you go home. Are you okay? I was trying to think if I missed something in no, that. I thought you I missed didn't. something. You threw me off because you're all triggered and whiny there. You triggered me. I didn't know. Oh, it's on me now? Yes. Okay, safe space. No place. Okay, good. It's going to be the whole weekend to recuperate. Believe it or not, you are actually being informed. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.